0: Like, everybody don't do this. Really podcast. That. For me, that's just. Ah, okay. For me. People like to pick sides sometimes so they can have guaranteed fans. I'm not really trying to have guaranteed fans. I just want to have an open discussion. A place for that open discussion to be heard and Okay. Because I, like I feel like that's the most important thing is that. Even if we don't agree, we can still talk about it. That's important. Welcome. Yeah, that's that one of the things podcast. I remember you talking
1: about that's important. Yeah. Okay, okay, so. So that's basically like, that's what we, exactly we, what you we, was we were just saying. We have been talking about this in like a year or two, but I feel like my brain's already kind of catching back up.
0: You said a, you a year or two.
1: Man, about doing a it's been about
0: three, four, five years. years 3, 4 years What you talking about This is back in 20- 2018 <laughs> We was talking about this hey. in 2018 man hey. It is 2022 hey, now hey, hey, hey chill
1: chill man Don't make me laugh man You can make me wake my roommates up. I'm trying to keep my voice down <laughs> <laughs> This is uh, look,
0: hey, that's You a, you're right That's the hard hey, thing so for me It's like I've been Like I have to realize I've been I have been doing it For that long I just haven't been as consistent as I am now, like, now I drop two episodes a week, every week. Two, two full episodes.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, but look, once I named it the Rondo show, I, I named it that, and I did a lot of different things in, uh, around this to make sure that I stay committed myself, no matter who's on it or not. I never wanted it to be a thing where it's like, oh, I can only pop with people. And that's another gotcha. thing too, because it it's not just about my ego or anything. It's more about the fact that people got lives, and people got shit they trying to do. So I don't want them to ever feel like they have to pod if they not, if that's not what they trying to do. You know, I wanted it to always be like, if you felt it, I want like if I, if, if I have you on the pod, I want it to be something you wanted to do. I don't ever want it to be yeah. like you're doing it for me. It don't work out for me. I don't well, like that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I, I'm yeah. on with you because I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to talk about some things. I feel like we're gonna be some good, topics. Now, now, mind you, the way we always talk, you know, I'm not a dictator. If anything I'm talking about, you feel like isn't relative or something worth talking about. I'm
0: tired, of but <laughs> Dale, I've been potting uh-huh. twice a week for at least like we we average at two two hundred. Well, not two hundred. Here I go. Two two hours and twenty five minutes. If we have like a strong day, and like twice a okay. week, I'm tired of. I really want to hear you talk <laughs> for a minute, like.
1: If you know what I'm well, saying,
0: like. Yeah.
1: Let, let me let me roll with some topics then. Uh, let's let's just roll with it. Um, I, I took down some notes about some good topics. Um, now I wanted to see like what you thought about. You know, you know, like how I'm kind of corny with my jokes sometimes, but. And one thing about you, uh, Rondo, man, that's always impressed me is you, you have a really vast knowledge of, like, different kinds of cultures. So, like... Do I really, though? Don't? Effect- don't be offended by by this age statement, but for your age, you know a lot about the eighties.
0: Yeah, but, like I told you, and it's kind of like how our relationship started was I was always that kid who the adults kind of didn't, they were candid with me, you know? Yeah
1: yeah, 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 It
0: wasn't like, okay, we could talk about what was yeah. going on. Like, we can, it was all, wasn't was always like, oh, you a kid too, so I'm going to just act like everything's all good. I'm not going to tell you. But sometimes, like, I, the adults was always telling me about the kids. They're like, he going to end up right there where he ended up because of how he acting right now. And you know it's what? like, they took me under their wing in that way. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, you know what? I'm sorry, I'm sorry to talk over you. You You're not, you're good.
0: I I told you I'm done talking. I
1: I (laughs) I recognize, you know, not to put you on a pedestal, not to consult us, but not everything, but you all I recognize you've always had like a very high IQ. The way you process to see things is maybe a little different. Not saying that you're better, but you kind of always remind me, like, when I was a child, it seems like we kind of had some experiences where a lot of adults would say things around us yeah. Either either because we talking with us for different reasons, or had the assumption that we don't know what they're talking about, so they can talk about adult things safely, and we ain't gonna get it. But we.
0: But I was gonna say, but we also were cool enough to notice that was occurring in the moment and just stay in that place, whatever pocket it was. To like, we never we never broke it up and made it weird. Like we never was like, why are you telling me this? Or we never was like. I don't know. It was like it was times when it was like I I felt like for me at least, I wanted to know the information. I didn't know what I wanted to know because I didn't know the information yet. But I just wanted to know. I felt like everybody was being fake with me, and if everybody just could be real and honest with me, it would be the best thing ever. So all I wanted to do, I didn't want to mess that up. So when I noticed an adult, even if they thought I was didn't know what was going on, I kind of played into that ignorance. (coughs) Excuse me. So I can get more shit, you know. So I can know more shit. Yeah. I I used to love it, and that's the thing too. With you, I just appreciated the fact that it wasn't. I didn't never feel like, like you. You would tell me like you know my job this and my job that, and that's that's a different thing than to try to manipulate man, you know, me. I just didn't feel it, mani- it, manipulated.
1: Man, you know the system is fucked up. We don't have to go to a negative connotation, or a negative path
0: because, you know. We already talked about that on the pod, too. If you're okay
1: with talking about it. I'm
0: definitely okay with it, as long as you're okay with it.
1: <laughs> my, 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 first of all, uh, let me introduce myself, Rondo, if I may. That'd be funny.
0: Introduce uh, yourself, man. Yeah. My new
1: name, I just freestyled this. Uh, as a guest on the show, I like to be known as Arthur Anderson. Uh, don't ask me where I got the name. Just made it
0: up. I'm gonna <laughs> ask you where you got the name. I'm gonna ask. What is this?
1: You know, everything is uh, deep in symbolism to me, but really I've been street stylized. I've been stuttering a lot lately because uh, I had a little bit of PTSD uh, and trauma that i am trying to work through from being separated from my career in social work. I've worked for 20 years that I didn't necessarily plan how my transition was going to work. Uh... It kind of happened uh, suddenly, but um, I don't know how much I I told you, but, you know, two years ago about, it was right before the beginning of the pandemic, I had, uh, you know, we don't have to talk about exactly, uh, we don't have to talk about the name of my program, we don't have to talk about really anything specific, we can just be kind of general, but for for anybody who doesn't know uh, my history, for 20 years I've worked uh, as a counselor. In the foster care system, primarily in DC and Maryland, I work primarily with primarily with uh, teens in foster care, uh, young adults who are homeless, former foster care. Uh, twenty years, I've also simultaneously worked with populations. Um, it's a very weird dynamic. Um, that twenty years ago, when I started working with foster care, I've also worked with undocumented homeless uh, youth separated from families from all over the world, not just, um, Central South America, but, uh, West, Central East Africa, Northern Africa, Middle East, Syria, uh, So, Jordan,
0: so, hold on, Bangladesh. Can Can I, st- can I stop, can I stop you for one second?
1: In the last 20, 30 years, anywhere there's been a terrible civil war crisis, and there's been refugees leading the crisis, I've probably worked with, uh, that culture pretty close. Can
0: I stop you for one second?
1: Cheekly uh, wait. I'm just saying, uh,
0: my, my scars run pretty deep for a long time. Can I ask you one thing? Okay. <laughs> that ended. Can I ask you one thing? Y- yes, you may. I accidentally, I'm still getting these AirPods. You good. I think
1: you I accidentally it. hit the hang up button. I'm <laughs> hit- scratching my head. You're straight. <laughs> Uh, yes,
0: Going into this, did you expect to be dealing with all of that?
1: No, nah, no, nah, not at all. Um, at 21, when I first started getting my career, I'm, I'm 42 now, and I got into my career at 21. Randomly, oh, I'm not talking about it. It's something I'm not like ashamed about. But in uh, I grew up in Tacoma Park my entire life. Uh, Tacoma Park is it was just a beautiful, a beautiful place to grow up in the in the 80s. Uh, uh, I, I was born in the 70s, although I look very young. <laughs> uh, I grew up in the Park in the 80s, in the 90s, and it was just really one of the greatest places to grow up in, in America. Um, you can I, I talk about this experience, and you can judge me as such for making a silly statement, but I really didn't understand or know what racism was until I was, like, older. At <laughs> Tacoma Park in the 80s and 90s, I mean, every class, the, the diversity was... Um, White, white culture was not minority or majority. In any class, you probably had three or four uh, uh, kids from, I don't know, 15, 20 countries from all over the world. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Can white p- folks really didn't stand out. They didn't really stand under. It was just like everybody, just, it was like man's Hall Park was just like growing up in like a, a like, I don't know. How to it. Can you
0: pause one <laughs> second? <laughs> was that? Can you pause for one second? I'm just check the sound for one second and just make sure everything's... Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah no
0: problem. Everything, everything's
1: good. Uh, I'm trying to think of an analogy. I'm just going to talk a little bit you're still testing the sound. I was trying to think of an analogy. Like, growing up in the 80s and 90s felt like growing up in, like, Europe. Where, like, you, like, you know, if you've ever been in Europe, like, my ain't raised out in Europe. <laughs> in Europe, like, everybody speaks, everybody speaks, like, I don't know, like, four or five, if you don't speak three or four languages, you, you're not from Europe. Right, 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 you know what right, right, mean? right, right, right. Like, we, we place, in America, such an important to speak three or four languages. If you're in Europe, if you speak three or four languages and you group in Europe, you're flunky. <laughs> a lot of motherfuckers in, in Europe, Northern Africa, these countries, like, I have a lot of friends from Tunisia, Algeria, Morocco,
0: uh-huh.
1: and a lot of my friends from Morocco, Algeria, Family
0: from Morocco, Algeria. Man, they a lot of them speak. I don't know, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve languages. All right, all right. So, um, so just to just
1: to stay on track. Yeah, yes. Sorry. Uh, you not, not, to, uh, not to go for
0: You're good. I'm, I'm with it all, but we said we under a time constraint, so I'm just trying to manage that. Yep, you're on it. You
1: go for it. You want to ask another question?
0: Yeah. So you. What, what 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 did you have to say? Like, what's your new thing? Like, what are you on? Because like oh, for
1: some
0: good, I was gonna oh, say okay, for so me for me like for me like for me I that? remember to I, I, but I was gonna say for me I remember when we was talking way more consistent it was you separating you know what I mean and then you, you went through that thing with your therapist and you went through that, like a couple things so. Yeah.
1: To, you know, I just wanted to know where we at right things, now. You you
0: know, know, I wanted to I recap want to a little you know, bit, but then I wanted yeah, yeah, to get, yeah.
1: Let's get back to that topic because it's a good uh, discussion to talk about. Really, I like to have some open discussions about just in general mental health care. Uh, just resources that are available that, that a lot of folks may not be aware of. Um, although I'm no longer in my career as a counselor. Um, I'm still very passionate uh, of helping folks that might need help with mental health services, um, emergency services. Right. During the pandemic, you know, there's been a lot of issues of grief, separation, loss.
0: Loneliness. Uh,
1: And and the masses, the classes that have the least resources are experiencing the worst trauma. Domestic violence uh, in the last two years has grown exponentially across the country. And it's really a byproduct of... Available resources just just not there, and a lot of things falling apart in general from the pandemic. But do you think?
0: I got one quick question, and then we can go deeper into that. But for for me, and this is like, you know, I tend to ask these questions on this pod, so. If anybody listening mm-hmm. has an issue, just fucking ignore me. I don't give a shit what you think.
1: But, no, so I want to vary from your question about we were asking about my therapist journey that I acquired after I got separated. If you like to get back to that, I don't want to be rude and vary from. You're good. You're good. I'll just have just
0: had a random question about what you just said, which was the system and uh, how it works with the, you know, jail and. How much business it is to incarcerate people? Yeah, let,
1: let's talk about. It's, a little, bit, it's a. a little a.
0: bit. It's a little bit weird when you so start if, talking about if, if the numbers have, of domestic you like violence. You know. And Maryland
1: pays.
0: It just for makes a me. Client, it just. A, I a, just want to. Let me get the. It just feels like sometimes things are like issues, and they're issues longer than they need to be issues. They're prolonged for financial benefit. So.
1: Absolutely. There's a lot of problems in social the system. Work, is, yeah, the so system is kind of playing both of, sides. Just like that need to be made that clients are aware of, social workers are aware of, counselors are aware of. But what is the problem? We're not then? really talking about it. What's the problem? Oh, I'm sorry. Well, here's the problem. So. We're going to delve right into the problem. We're going to talk about, if you want to get back to my separation history, we'll get back to that. But there's a great movie we should talk about, to, a great reference for the audience. There was a movie that came out. came out in the early 2000s. Everybody remembers this movie when it came out. This was such a psychologically damaging movie for foster care and social work. And UMBC, and social, when you're going to school to be a social worker, they actually referenced this movie in School for Social Work, and they made it a psychological phenomenon. They might even put it in the DSM. It's called The Blind Side Effect. The Blind Side was a movie based on a true story of a Baltimore Ravens offensive tackle, Michael Orr, who was homeless. It's a. It was a, I think it won Oscars. Sandra Bullock was the, the mom who played a great role. You know, the loving white mom who saw a homeless uh, big dude, uh, uh, a scary big black dude on the streets of Baltimore, and, you know...
0: He came to pot.
1: And helped him get to the NFL. And, you know, they made a movie about it. Michael Orr was not just in the NFL. If you ever watch football, he was, when he was in his prime, the dominant offensive lineman. This motherfucker, nobody could get past him. So they made this movie called The Blind Side. It did so well in the theaters... This is what the blindside effect was. After this movie came out and did so well, there was a spike, an exponential, exponential being a hugely erratic increase, unpredictable, that's I think the, the definition of exponential, an exponential spike in increase of adoptions in foster care by rich white ladies who had no fucking idea about what the culture is about
0: <laughs> Yeah they wanted the, trauma, They wanted They just trauma, wanted They wanted trauma. one
1: so, so what happened was A lot of other They wanted one It was like a, It was like a An action a figure thing I'm not I'm not Like r- r- It's like when you Shoot a movie, movie
0: And they and Everybody you know, I mean, wants
1: the toy you research this Anybody can research this And look this up If anybody goes to school For social work If you ask a social worker Hey what's the Blind side effect They'll tell you exactly Oh After this movie came out There was a huge increase Of adoptions And abandonment. If you hear what I'm saying, but that's the same thing.
0: No, no, people. This. Can I say one thing? Uh Mhm. Like, it's something with, with with the pets that they do. They have like a system, right? And it's like if you get them. You gotta show that you want them, that you got a place for them, you got shit to do. Like, you gotta have yes. a, a future they,
1: they intact. They, you're, hitting the nail, you're hitting the nail on the head now. And, they, Rondo, and, you're and the, and, the, head.
0: You're, and you're the, the reason the they problem? do this they is because they don't so they, want. They, they have they so many people can, who get these new pets, then they just drop them off.
1: Yes. Yes. Because they Rondo, don't want to
0: do yes. everything. That's and so the, so problem, the system is in. It
1: wasn't just white people, Rondo. It could be, and I'm, I'm, I don't want to just blame white people. The blind side effect was rich families. It could be a rich Indian family. It could be they were adopting poor homeless trauma, like serious trauma, black children. Trying to be Sandra Bullock. Like, oh, we do the same thing. It's, a, it's like what crazy rich people do. Like, oh, I saw a movie about somebody who raised a mountain lion from a I, tub. Just... I can do the same thing. And then you see, like, uh, uh, somebody rich, like, hear a story. Oh, somebody had a private wine and they got their face eaten off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you shouldn't just do what other people do because you oh, you you're money. talking about Tiger you King do. now. So, so the blind side, effect, Ronnie, it doesn't matter if you're white. It was rich people adopted black kids who were been through some shit, uh, okay? And, and hey, hey, I have a pool house. Hey, social worker. Oh, I had you're everything. supposed
0: to be streaming. Oh, he's gonna get know.
1: fed. I have a, I have a. I, he's gonna get. He's gonna. Uh, oh, his room will be clean. I have a maid. Okay? I have a maid, the old king's room, every day. Uh, oh I will love him like I love all my other children. And then when the child comes, they are in the pool house like a glorified pet. These rich families don't realize they can't separate their love their biological children and they subconsciously neglect and abandon their cute precious little pets. But they can brag to their other friends, Oh, you know what I just did? That's what rich people do uh, around there. Yeah, but they. But, but another they're, they're thing not, is too. There are millionaires. Okay, in Bethesda, there are a lot of billionaires and millionaires. Do you know what Harold did last month? Can you hear uh, me? we want to do something great. Me and Harold, you know what we did. Can you we hear me? In foster. Care. Uh, 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 if you hear me, I'm going to my Karen voice. I was lady. gonna say, uh, can you? I'm uh, doing a pretty good, Karen voice. Um. So. Can you hear uh, me? Uh, as a. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah, I can hear you. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me go down, no, no, no. down. I was just going to say. Slow down. I was just so going to say. The side effect was in, in, in Mr. Arthur's world, in Mr. Arthur's world, in the mid 2000s, at that movie came out, in the group homes, the therapy rooms that Mr. Arthur worked in, there was a huge influx of traumatized, traumatized children. Recently, adopting the foster care, they were on a list, waiting for, waiting for a long time for a loving family to adopt them. Then they got the rich-ass family. Two months later, they felt abandoned, not loved. And they told their social worker, get me the fuck out of this crazy-ass rich family. These motherfuckers are crazy. Yeah, they got money. These motherfuckers think I'm their pet. What they think they're, oh, they're going to wear a collar leash? Fuck that shit. I might be homeless. I have a blind side effect. For That <laughs> these rich people abandon them. Some of the post clients didn't make it back. I live with these kids. Some of them chose homelessness. I've interviewed clients in foster care that chose homelessness because they didn't want to be paraded like a pony to a rich family so the blind side effect was a great <laughs> the blind side was a great movie
0: can't abide. I, don't
1: know the, I don't know if the movie's called the blind side effect but the terminology in social work if the movie's called the blind side effect it should be called the blind side effect effect
0: <laughs> you came not apply
1: so here's here's one of the problems of social
0: What's, can you say your name
1: again Okay, oh, well, I'm sorry, what did you say?
0: Is it Arthur? Is the first name?
1: Yeah, Arthur's my first name. I, I'm sorry, I, I'm using a lot of names, but Arthur's my first name. Anderson's my last name. Okay. So, well, when came I went to the group home, you
0: I, uh, I went
1: by Mr. Mister Arthur, or Mr. Art. Art was a nickname, but, you know, Arthur.
0: You are a potter, man. Oh, am I now? You can't... You... you you, you kind of just said a lot just now. wait
1: like, hey, man, wait, wait. Is, like, like, hey, like, wait can wait, I wait, just connect? Can 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 uh, 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 although although I, haven't, I haven't taken your offer to do the podcast, I want you to know that for, for the years we haven't done this, I have been practicing.
0: <laughs> but uh, beyond the, the potting and the recording, oh, I'm talking about just what you're t- talking about. It is a very true thing because I lived it with you. I lived through it. No,
1: it's... it's. But, it's but more beyond that... If you in the audience wants to fact check me, there's something called Google. I'm not being a smartass. Please don't think I'm denigrating. No, no,
0: no. This is what I'm trying to say. The, the this blind is
1: what, effect is pushwork and the damage it did to listen, foster care. Listen, there's real data. Listen, so you can listen, look up and listen, find...
0: Listen, this is what I'm trying to say you, to you. I'm trying to say to you. Uh-huh. There are conversations about these things in podcasting. There are people who oh, talk... They're
1: already... they're... Oh, no, listen, oh, I mean, listen, hey, though. Hey, listen, hey, listen, listen, listen. Go go, go, uh, go go, for it.
0: There are things that, that go on where people discuss these things, but not oh, okay. on the way that you are right now. Not No way. Oh, okay. Like, you said so much <laughs> in just the little time that you just spoke, is what I'm saying.
1: Oh, and well, these... well, thank you for that feedback.
0: But that's my point. It's like, I can tell that that your real experience, your firsthand experience, is is a is a window to a, a epidemic, a pandemic that has been going on for a long time, and nobody has really spoken on it because nobody knows. Yeah. Nobody knows, man. Yeah, I mean,
1: you know, I I, I want to say I was close to every client. I would say eight or nine out of ten clients I've worked with. I've worked with probably, if not hundreds, thousands of clients with significant trauma. Histories, I've worked with hundreds of clients on bipolar one, bipolar you, two. There's a spectrum, yeah. there's a difference. Um, I recognize the difference. And anybody on, on any type of spectrum, you can't judge somebody and say if they're bipolar, you can't associate them with somebody else's bipolar. There's a spectrum. Just like there's an autism, uh, schizophrenia, Asperger spectrum. And on the autism, schizophrenia spectrum, I've worked with hundreds, if not thousands, of clients. I'd say eight or nine out of ten clients I've worked with, I was very close with. So I was a counselor that, um, I try to be as authentic as possible. Um, my, my way of working with them was kind of the way my, my parents raised me. Both, both my parents are deaf. Uh, they went to Gallaudet College in, in DC. And, um, in the, in the deaf culture, deaf culture is very inclusive in general, but the deaf culture in general is very non-judgmental and very accepting over anybody that's different. And the deaf culture in general like to go out of their way to help others that are different. Um, authentically. So this isn't not just me as a coda. A coda is a child of a deaf adult. Uh, I'm hearing both my parents are deaf, and that's what a, a coda means. Um, but it's a, a coda culture thing, but it's a deaf culture thing that deaf culture definitely likes to go out of the way to help people that need help that are different and might be judged for it. So I, I guess that was kind of like my background. You, you yeah. trying to say you uh, trying to say I'm needy or something? What you trying to say? I didn't feel like it belonged because I only have a high school diploma, and for 20 years I've done my job. Um, I've worked with a lot of people with bachelors, master's, uh, master's of social work (MSW), and I've worked with a lot of social workers. They're LGSWs. You trying to uh, say uh, I'm
0: needy them. or something? Did I? What you trying to say?
1: I'm sorry. You trying to say that I'm That's needy? What I'm saying. Well, what I'm saying is, you know, anybody in the audience that wants to do make a difference in social work, don't feed in the hype that you need a degree to make the difference. You don't need to spend a lot of money. Um, I'm living proof. I have a high school diploma, and I, I worked a very long career for 20 years in social work. Um, all right, all right, all right. Let me let me help you out. Let me help you out. Let me help you out. Let me help you
0: out. Let me help you out. You got to You got it. You gotta. We gotta focus this conversation, man.
1: Right, let me focus it. Let's get back in the
0: You saying you saying so much that don't nobody. All I was trying to say to you is that nobody yeah. knows about this stuff that you telling me. Yeah.
1: So listen, we live through it, so
0: we know it's real. Down. That's all I was trying to say. But kind of speak to. Kind of. I'm not trying to. I want you to say what you had, what you came to say. But I just wanted to be, real, I, un, I want you to understand that people don't know about that. that like, the, the, yeah. I, I have to live with that. The reality that I'm talking a lot of times, and it's like people don't understand what I'm even talking about. Because nobody, nobody even knows that, 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 that. there's the a real system. Me, like, they don't know about the system down. and how it.
1: I, I get you feedback. Let me slow down. I want to set you up with conversations with your fans that, like, they're asking you questions. You're like, hey, man, that was one of my guests. <laughs> that, that ain't me. I get what you say. No, I'm not you get even say saying after.
0: that. I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying that that is well, what I'm. I'm on that. I'm trying to push. I'm trying to make that a, a common I, understanding. I want it to yeah, be aware. let's let's
1: talk about just data that anybody can look up if they're interested. Perfect. On the blind side Perfect. Facts. Let's get back to that topic. facts.
0: Facts about that, but then also like the system. The fact that this is an ongoing thing that I live through. You know. So
1: let me let me get back. Let me offer some new data that's gonna be fascinating. You ready for it? I'm ready. At the same time, you, are you ready for it? This is a new dimension, a new layer to the blindside effect, and this is gonna be powerful because if you remember in, in in history, everybody in America remembers when Russia made a declaration, hey, Amer- America, y'all social work system, y'all false system is so fucked up. We're no longer gonna send any of our uh uh uh. uh any of our children that need homes that some of y'all, uh, rich Americans that provide good homes for them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all keep sending them back more fucked up. So, not. Nah. Russia, around the same time, stopped sending children. Uh, this was a real phenomenon. And, and Russia, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, on Russian side because of the most depraved, sickest situations I've heard. And please understand, I'm not blowing Russia under the bus. But in the, in the, I'd say 15 years. I worked at a therapy group home you from uh, from 2000 to 2000. I don't know. That was like 12 years, 2012.
0: So in that 12-year span, sure, sure, um, okay. around the
1: time of Blind Side Effect, Russian adoptions stopped on a dime, and that's because um, there was—I forgot there was a, a, a there was there was a, a there was a, a, an adoption from Russia, and it, it had to do with the Blind Side Effect movie. It was a rich family that adopted them and the child had experienced significant trauma. This child was not a bad child. This child was not like Can like, I ask you something? Can I
0: ask you something quick? Like, go for it. The Blind Side movie, he was an older kid, right? You know,
1: so, I, the so, movie is so triggering to me, I never even saw a Blind Side. I'm okay, okay, I've because, seen it, like, I've seen it, pre- I've seen the pre- it. Pre- I've it. Listen, listen, working in social work, in my experience when the movie came out, I saw the previews. I was shaking my head. I'm like, man, I, I want to sound clairvoyant. But when I first saw the previews of the movie, and I saw Sandra Bullock as this like loving mom to like save the day. But think about think
0: like, oh about me. God. Think about me as a black yep. little boy huh. who was homeless. So I, I definitely yep. felt you. So, but what no, I'm, ask- what I'm asking you, what I'm asking you is, when these people saw, wasn't he? he well, I've seen the movie. He was an older kid.
1: He was an older kid, like when she was So when she but but I'm saying yeah, exactly. He was
0: already kinda grown. So with these people, they are adopting yes, yes. young children?
1: Oh man, Rondo, I'm glad you clarified and asked the right questions. Michael Orr, I haven't seen the movie, I believe he was an adult when she took him and adopted him. His brain developmentally, you know, he was he's been through a lot of trauma, but he was already resilient. He's already had some skills that he had set himself. So it's not like the woman who actually, I've seen the movie, like, it's not like she did like a miracle. She really just, you know, provided, she's a good person. She provided him with uh, uh, faith and trust and uh, 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 shelter and and meals and made sure that he got on his feet. She's a good person for that. But the problem with the blind side effect is played by Sandra Bullock and she's a great actor. I'm not for saying Sandra Bullock. She's a beloved actor. My question so for you. Please. My question, oh, the question, can I, the question.
0: My question so directly an adult, is about the, the, Russian, the effect that it he was had. An
1: adult. Yes. So the blind side effect would happen with American foster care. It made young, not Ward, young
0: children become. become...
1: foster care with children. With children. We're talking about children uh, that aren't as resilient, not an adult like Michael Orr. We're talking about. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14-year-old children. We're talking about children that came into my group home. At 14, I'm talking about traumatized. Traumatized. In tears. To me. Hey, yo, Mr. Dale, you understand? I don't trust white people. You seem pretty fucking cool, but fuck white people. And I'm like, oh, hey, man, hey, I respect. Where you coming from? I, I don't Honestly, I don't know where you are coming from, but if that's how you feel, I have to assume that you're coming from a real place. So... If you need me to give you space while you're here, respect me, I'll give you as much space as you need. If you need my help with anything, I'll give you the same help give you After here else. I, I have to have Don't me. give him the sauce. Don't okay, give him the David. sauce,
0: dude. Don't give him the sauce. Don't tell him how you do it.
1: Yeah, okay, you're right, you're right. But, 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 but what I'm going to say is, but I, you, I remember distinctly, after this movie came out, I remember, yo, I prepared myself like, I prepared myself. Yo, I just know there's going to be some kids that are traumatized, abandoned by some rich, motherfucking American families that thought they were going to get Michael Orr, they're taking in 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 year old kids. They're now teens. They've gone through trauma. There aren't bad kids. These are rich people. They're like, the first time they do something, that's not ignorant. Like they might just like, forget to wipe their, their mud, their shoes. And they'll be like, oh my God, he's a terrorist. He did tracked mud in here. Oh my God. And these rich motherfuckers that don't even give a fuck about money. And these motherfuckers from the hood like, they're like, yo. well, you went in not this interview, you told my social worker like, you got all the fucking money, you don't care about money. And now you got funny money, I got money fucking uh, on my bedroom carpet? Like, so you I'm confused, modern, I'm I confused. Are you talking so, about... These are, these are, listen, listen, no, listen. These listen. are stories 14 year old cats would tell me, Yo, these funny ass motherfuckers, yeah, yeah Mr. Arthur, Yeah, that's the one social worker get me out of that fucking rich house. These crazy motherfuckers lied, told my social worker, They going not take care of me, they all money, they don't care about money, And the first day I came over to school, Man, I'm not a bad kid Mr. Arthur, I play football, you know that. I forgot to take my damn cleats off. I had a long day of practice. I'm not a bad kid. These motherfuckers told me what is in my room I own, it's mine. And the fucking carpet by my door, I put my cleats on, and these motherfuckers come in and talk about I'm a dirty fucking kid to put on football cleats. Like, these are real conversations I'm having with 14-year-old kids from D.C. They got abandoned, or got abandoned, or no, they didn't get, I mean... They, they got abandoned. No, they got abandoned.
0: No, they, they got they, abandoned on.
1: They, pay- they, they, oh. they were survivors. They're smart. They got the fuck out. It's like, uh, hey, Mr. Mr. Arthur, we got the fuck out. But you hear that? You hear that? Right? They, you hear that? They thought we were. Deal. They thought we were. Thought we, were we were their pets. They. Yeah. Sorry.
0: You gotta. You gotta slow down. You're
1: right. You're, you're right. You're saying.
0: <laughs> you're saying that they're smart. Like, I'm, I'm dude, trying to
1: transferring the, those moments dude, where, you know, dude, I'm dude. not giving them smoke But, but listen, the listen,
0: power, just listen for a it second. It did trigger me. Can you listen for one second?
1: I Go for
0: it. you saying they got out. They got the fuck out.
1: They're smart. They're smart. they a lot smarter than these dumb social workers.
0: But hey. you're saying that, and these social workers are who we're, we're in their care.
1: Yeah, you know, let me... Let me not so, 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 no, okay? look, 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 every, look listen, 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 listen. Every good cop out there is a bad cop.
0: We know this. The
1: bad social workers just don't know better.
0: We know this. My point is not this. that. My point is... I was fighting for my life at times. And it got demonized and the system got used on me even more. So you have kids. You, you have kids... Who you said start at the ages of nine, eight, ten, and they're fighting for their lives, and they're using the power that they have, which is just confession about what they're experiencing, their trauma, to people who, if that is disruptive enough, will suppress it.
1: Yeah. We can, we can talk candidly about this if you're, if you're okay. That, but that's about my this,
0: point. My point to, is you're telling me you these know, kids were telling you stuff. Tell you but listen, like, though, you you, you're, you're saying as an ex-social worker that these people, that these kids were smart to get out. And I'm telling Absolutely. you, as, a, as I was yeah. going through things, when I was trying to get out, I was... You were making the right decision, but but they but the system, my social workers, the directors, everybody yeah, you, made me feel like like I was a problem, like I was being defiant, like I was being difficult. It was like I, yep. It's
1: Please so understand.
0: much going on decision. at one time, is what I'm trying to tell you that this
1: yeah, conversation so needs to yeah. be
0: broken down properly.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're hitting the nail on the head. Um, so pretty much. It's an unintentional thing where children do get demonized. It's unintentional, but it does happen. Because let's just talk about in general, about cultures, we, things we don't understand. If there's a culture of somebody who's in power, they're a doctor whatever... They
0: Why are you culture, working with kids if you don't they're get gonna, the culture? They're
1: very very good question. But people who are in positions of power, they have degrees. They're smart. They just have to make a decision because they're in a position of power. And as psychologically... What we do this naturally as humans our brains if we're missing information we're going to do our best to fill in the voids with what we think is the best answer so the mistakes of social workers are it's not that they're probably not probably trained for mental health they're not properly trained or this is a really important term i want to use everybody should really understand what this is and what it means the invisible suitcase mm. we talk about this many times your invisible suitcase is very powerful. I know what your invisible suitcase is. I know what your journey has been. And I would never ever I do my best to never offend your your invisible suitcase. Your invisible suitcase, we all have invisible suitcases. Our invisible suitcase is our trauma history that we take with us, it's with us all the fucking time. We hide it well, it weighs us down, it can break our backs at times, it makes us suffer. We hide it, We everybody in the world, we wear masks and we hide our trauma history. Everybody in the world that struggles with some type of substance abuse issue, alcohol, we're all numbing our trauma history pain. It's really great and healthy to talk to somebody. I've had many therapists in my life. Some were bad, some were amazing. Two years ago, I, I met a spiritual counselor, Reiki master in Sedona. Unfortunately, she passed last year from COVID. Um, the year she was in my life she was absolutely powerful and instrumental in teaching me how to meditate teaching me how to uh, realign my chakras and get back on uh, to a better uh, place because two years ago when i was separated from social work i was not in a good place but let me not even get up on a tangent on topic i'd like to take this time to say just how proud i am how scary the path that you were on and I remember there was a moment, if you're okay with me talking about this. Go ahead. That there was a moment where you told me something scary. That I was I was afraid for your safety, but I knew you weren't going to do anything stupid. You were just venting about a bad day you were having. Right, this right. This is a mistake of social work. I have to report. I'm trained. By social workers, if somebody reports A, B, and C, I have to report it. If I don't report it... I'm gonna get fired, and we're gonna jail. I got a question. I got a question that might
0: get us all in trouble. Go for it. Well, you told me
1: something. You were having a bad day. But beyond that, beyond that, I got a
0: question that might get us all in trouble. Do you remember? Do you want me to say
1: what you said? Do you remember? No,
0: no, 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 no. Do you remember? No, no,
1: I'm not gonna say
0: that. Do you remember the woman I was dating at the time?
1: Yes, I do. And she was.
0: She was. She was above. I was a minor and she was an adult, right?
1: She was also, I think, married at the time. Was she married? Right. Uh, sorry, not me let put business out there. But it that's why I'm. That's, but she this, this, is, what I, this but is what I. She was kind of fucking with your head.
0: Listen, listen. She we had an the oh, she had an abortion.
1: Oh, I remember now. Please
0: continue. Yeah, and that moment is the moment I felt like I wanted to be gone, but. Yep, yeah, I remember. Please. But this is my point. Where is the jurisdiction with the system? Where is y'all worried about my safety? Knowing that I'm with a, an adult woman who is married, and I'm a minor in the system, and y'all worried about me talking about I'm going to kill myself? That's what y'all concerned hey, was?
1: Can I just say this? I'm not going to throw anybody on the bus or take away accountability from the program that, that you were in with my program. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, a, I'm accountable like anybody in the system, you know what I'm saying? So if I become aware of a problem, I have to be able to address it within the power I have. So, um, but from my understanding, you were in this relationship in the program before you came to me. And then when you came to my program, you were already adult at that time. Am I correct? Or you didn't I mean, I wasn't the in the program.
0: relationship until I got to the program.
1: Yeah, I think you like were just getting in the relationship when you got no, to the program. No, I turned
0: 18 during that relationship.
1: There you were seventeen. I was seventeen
0: at the beginning, then I turned yeah, I eighteen.
1: Know.
0: So it got yeah. it got quickly normalized.
1: So so it's a really fucked up double standard. But you see what I'm
0: saying but, though, like it yeah. got quickly normalized.
1: Yeah, here's the here's the fucked up double standard. Uh, the Maryland statute law for like statutory rate, okay, that doesn't fit the criteria. The statutory rate <laughs> law for Maryland, okay, is. Um, if somebody is 18 or older, you cannot have intercourse, consensual sex with another person that's three or more or more than three years younger. But Dale, so think, about think about this. Think about this. We
0: knew the laws because but, we was but, doing it. Think about this, though. But, but, think about this, though. This is the same system. Okay. It's the same system who had me in juvenile detention for three months because I was not considered a child in need. When my mom told the court that she did not want to take care of me. She didn't want to deal with me anymore. She was done. She quit. Uh, I
1: mean, she told was, the I mean, courts that, that and they it, looked at
0: me and said that there. I was not a child in need, and it was because I have a home, and she, they just don't fuck, want me there.
1: It's a fucked-up double standard. Okay? So it's like it the time? system
0: says that Rondo, I'm not a child in need when my mom gave up on me, and they say I'm not going through statutory rape, even though I'm a minor— it's like it's just a, a lot of mistrust uh, 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 that comes there, to this. Let's because, talk about the system yeah. in general and please understand I'm not
1: gonna say anything misogynistic, okay? Anybody can Google how many teachers, women, have had sex with twelve year old boys. Okay, yeah, th- but
0: this has abuse. happened. This has happened okay? to me now, in a right, in a right, right, way right. where it's it's so, so, more so, so, of please,
1: a please, please please let me finish this data and fact, okay? These are facts, this is data. Look at the jail time a lot of these women get, okay? They might get probation two or three months. Now let's talk about an adult t shirt male having sex with a twelve year old girl. That dude is going to jail for like fifty years and he's gonna get his ass whooped and uh, rape in prison as he should. <laughs>
0: yeah, so kind of the abuse cares. comes, uh, everything uh, uh, comes like but it's a fuck up This is not a misogyny you, thing. This uh, isn't uh, about male uh, or, but, uh, or male uh, rights uh, the, the, or uh, uh, the the versus uh, feminine.
1: Don't protect boys because a man here, okay, let's talk about a 20-year-old man. Okay, a 20-year-old man hears about that 12-year-old kid that's that fucking like his, leg like, teacher. And he's thinking like, damn. Damn. Why do that? Damn. Right, right?
0: Damn. Dude.
1: But nobody's ever been, Dude. And Dude. been by a teacher. It might Dude. not be comfortable.
0: Listen, listen, listen. I've... I'm not gonna say too much. I have... had experiences with teachers that were hired through this system you're talking about
1: Mm.
0: right so so Mm. you're talking about somebody right to where even me at the time i did not know that it was a problem these these are things that i used to talk about and brag about as a kid until i got around people and then they told me this is trauma I did not know it was trauma. I, I thought I was supposed to be I having sex with older women. Then I learned that oh, okay, she's sick.
1: C- can I just say this to be sensitive? Because I work with a lot of male. Imp- I work with females. simultaneously with males. Uh, a lot of uh, sexual abuse or rape survival victims, male and females. I work with both of them. So. When but the, this, is occur,
0: sexual, is this is a, this but, has but affected my sexual. This is this has affected me sexually.
1: Yes, for the rest I say, of my life. Specifically, I want to say this for the audience. This is a powerful conversation. Can I say something really quick, please? This is just a general conversation about how our brains develop. Our brains develop naturally. when We go through natural things, puberty, right? We all know generally, typically, girls do go through. I can't remember if girls go through puberty earlier than guys. I think they do. Um, but we all kind of know what kind of we're going through, what changes we're going through at that time. You know what I'm saying? So when there's sexual predators out there that are fucking creeps males or females that's when they're going to try to strike is when kids are going through puberty and their hormones are fucking crazy you're kind of trying to decide what's normal what's right for love what's normalcy for friendships relationships what's normal for healthy adult relationships you're learning all that during puberty and you're learning trust at that time it's creepy fucking men and women that are in positions of teachers are family members or whoever they are they surround themselves with children going through the adolescent stage that is a typical common time where a male or female if i want to say they have bad parents because abuse can happen with really smart great protective parents it's very hard to avoid um but there's red flags the red flags are there you know what i'm saying so like Maybe if you had some folks that, that saw certain things, like, I don't know, maybe those assistants, I don't know who they are or how old you were. Maybe they were just really slick about how they did their shit. You know what I'm saying? Because.
0: My question is who do you trust as a child?
1: If you're asking me as a counselor who was separated from a 20 year career of social work because I made a washed out report against a social worker who made me who tried to make me call Rockville City Police and report to them that my client wanted to blow a building up when he didn't really want to blow a building up. He was just having a bad day. For six hours, I'm using critical terms, he's what we call decompensating. Experience a crisis. This kid, sweet kid, he's been with us for four or five years, a heart of gold, but he has some mental health issues. He definitely does not have a bomb. He definitely doesn't want to blow anybody up.
0: Do you think a lot of this so, shit comes, comes down to people so, making the easiest decisions Or is it about well, Protecting the, the liability of the system Is it about money Is it about reputation about, Is it about ego about What reputation. is it about
1: power It's about power Yes yeah. If you're an LCSW let me, Let's talk about what an LCSW is That's called The acronym is a licensed clinical social worker uh, the LC, uh, LCSW is the highest position authority you can attain in social work and LCSW has power of attorney. Joe Rogan. Who? They have to sit An LCSW told Ronnie, you. if I was a uh, Rondo if I was an LCSW and um, so I'm just, be, Hey, I'm out uh, From my friend's house and like their kid did Something and I want and I thought they were suicidal. I can call the police I can file a form. It's called an emergency petition for hospitalization and I can get my parents or my friends' children, their child. I can call the police. They can come bust the door down. Um, but and that is
0: control. That is power. Do you know how, how traumatized I felt living under that pressure? That I, that, like, I still have that trauma to this day. When people say certain so, things right. about me, I'm like, hey, yo, hey. I don't know if I can talk around people without them going no, and you, writing it down and reporting terrible, it to somebody and hey, like.
1: Hey, hey, hey. There's, there's, there's people from Child Protective Services that talk to kids, okay? Some of them are CASA workers. But
0: you can convince a kid courted, of anything sometimes. Court-appointed
1: court, court appointed special advocates, they got your back. They're not going to fix you up. You can talk to CASA workers. They're not going to set your ass up. Like yeah, ass but how do you know that? Up?
0: There there are people who will convince you that you went through something that you didn't go through. You don't even know what happened. Okay. So
1: let's You're talk too young to know what happened. CASA, court. Court-appointed special advocate. That's the motherfuckers that got your back when the social workers, lawyers, boy, judges are trying to jam you up. Your casa is like your fucking... is, is your personal attorney. Your casa is going to go... Your casa is going to be the one to go to your social worker and like... Uh, uh, your casa is going to meet with the, with the child and to tell the social worker who's trying to hospitalize him. Uh, fuck no. He ain't suicidal. All right, you don't know nothing about his trauma history. He's not a bad kid. I know what you're assessing, and your assessment is incorrect. All right, the all right. Can check an okay. LCSW.
0: Can I ask you something?
1: It was a.
0: So what's the message? What are we doing? What are we talking about? Because we're talking about we talking about a lot of shit, and, power, and, it's, and it's all, all bad shit. the most
1: power? So an LCSW has the same power a judge has.
0: Exactly. See, but over your life as a kid, like I'm, I'm having trouble talking about this probably because I lived through so it as a kid in the system. So the I'm going health, through two things.
1: Our yeah. psychiatrists, <laughs> mental health assessors in hospitals, they do emergency assessments. Our psychiatrists, I believe, they are also LCSWs. The psychiatrist that meets with in the hospital when they're assessing you, if you say you do the wrong thing. They're taking notes.
0: But that's the same the thing, way, bro. That nice bro, imagine being annoyed. Look, Dale. Imagine hey, being annoyed about mean, the you're meeting that to you, you but, are gonna be but, but pe- remitten, and if damn. you get found, we're, gonna, we're gonna shoot you in
1: the butt with Thorazine. Yes yes,
0: Rondo. Imagine being annoyed with a meeting or being traumatized basically through the the system of going through the hospital and being accused of being a, a suicidal or a self-destructive or even a, a homicidal anything being accused of basically not having control of your mind that could frustrate you, questions. right?
1: Which is why things happen. No,
0: to listen, reason. listen, listen. Act, and just answer my question.
1: You pass the test.
0: Just answer my question. Just answer my question first.
1: What's your question?
0: My question is: Imagine if you're being convinced or told that you don't have control of your mind. Can that be com- com- frustrating for you?
1: To, to be to be honest with you, it, that's probably like my truest nightmare. If I ever... I'm but, not really
0: but, okay, crazy. exactly. But ever exactly. I'm exactly. Of, exactly. Be- and these people take your reaction to them saying that you're crazy, and they write it down. And they write it uh-huh. in such a way that it adds to the theory that you're crazy even more. So it's almost like you can't even react... It's like so. I've been in a meeting with the doctor, and I told you this story. He didn't even look me in my eye. He that's, assessed that's, me Rondo, without looking at record. me, uh, and he everything up, I said was like, "Oh, you're being. You need to calm down." But then, if I s- didn't say anything, he was like, "You're not warranting a response. That's um, you're unresponsive. That's not good either. That's depression." Uh, so that's it's like if I don't say anything, I'm depressed. Up. But if I say too much, I'm manic.
1: Right. I remember, can I tell you the problem? This is the problem the audience. But but Dale,
0: Dale, do you know how that shapes a person?
1: That doctor, Rondo, violated HIPAA, okay? Because he's supposed to take you somewhere secure where I can't hear you. I overheard everything that y'all said. The mental health assessor, when you're having an assessment, that's a very, very sacred private process. Nobody should be in that room or can over here? what you're saying they
0: so were just, the just checking a list bro they were just checking a list it was like I was the, a dog going hospital. to the pound bro R- R-
1: R- Rondo here's the problem with the, the system okay the hospital I took you to I've been going to the same hospital for 12 years I am the counselor I've probably facilitated close to 200 hospitalizations in conjunction with an LCSW that day I did with you I did that 200 times I know in my career you, you know, okay? So so what I'm saying is, typically, good assessors, this is the first time in 200 times, this assessor must have been tired, cut corners, really cut some corners, and I'm very- But he fucked, Cause he, mentality. Mentality. he fucked up because
0: he did it with me. He fucked up because he did it with me. You know me. I I'm, what I'm, I'm the, the whistleblower.
1: What I heard. So this is the breakdown of what happened that day. Again, you told me something. And my LCSW said, hey, Arthur, take him to the hospital. If you don't, you already know what I got to do. And what she's telling me nicely is, what I got to do is, if you don't take him, if you don't convince him to go nicely with you, I'm going to go ahead and draft the emergency petition for hospitalization. And Arthur, if you can't convince him to go with you, we're going to have to call the police. You made the right decision to go with me, because if you didn't, police were going to come and take you against your will and it would have been really fucking ugly and i might have been arrested and lost my job that day because i might have fought the police <laughs> but let me get serious you made the right call you knew something was wrong you trusted me and it really upsets me that this lcsw made me hurt your trust in me because what she made me do is not what i wanted to do i wanted to, this is what i told that SSW when you told me that that shit, you know i said hey hey, i know you think he needs to go to the hospital but I think he's just having a bad day. You know what we do that he really likes? He's a really talented musician. And for real, for real, he just made some new beats he wants to show me. So how about how about instead we go to the hospital, why don't we just drive around the community and listen to some fucking performance music?
0: I was going to say, that's, look, and, 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 and,
1: and, that's and the, the finesse, fans, though. Why don't we see, why don't we see where Rondo's head's at? And the LCSW said, no, absolutely not. If they but, say but listen, this, listen. Listen. Well, hold on, let me finish though can I, can I, I, Ronald, please, I gotta Give me like 45 seconds I'm You're almost good. out of the story I need you in the audience to hear I'm being raw, neutral You're cooking Of what happened objectively You You're ready cooking. for it? Cook So I, I want to explain to everybody In the audience, okay If you are forced to take Psychotropic medication For something you don't have There's a high chance A high likelihood When you take medication For something you don't have your brain will develop the symptomology of that illness. So for lack of better analogies, if I'm taking diabetic, this is not how it works for diabetic medication. Diabetes, well it could, because insulin sugar fucking up your insulin sugar levels. But if I, for whatever reason, I start taking medication for diabetes and I don't have it, I might give myself diabetes. This is kind of generally how biology, physiology, our brain, our nervous, central nervous system works. It's called psychosomatic. Um, where our brain can manifest and produce symptoms that aren't really real. But if you take drugs, so uh, bipolar, usually uh, bipolar one or two, one of the common medications that's very helpful. effective. is lithium. You have to take lithium in certain dosages. Too much lithium can throw you out of balance. Too little can throw you out of balance. Just the right amount. You can live a really happy, healthy life um, and live a normal life. There there are a lot of folks that, that are on a bipolar spectrum that find the right medication regimen they have a really good psychiatrist um they stick the regimen and there are some folks i don't want to say this in a powerful statement that are doctors lawyers married happy with kids they're bipolar or schizophrenic that have found a great psychiatrist found the right regimen and live happy normal lives and no one to ever know they're schizophrenic or bipolar um it's it's very hard to achieve i want to say this in a scientific term that equilibrium you have so many bad actors in the system of mental health that prohibit folks who have really do have mental health issues from getting the proper help. So back there, back there, our story, when anybody's seen a mental assessor, HIPAA, uh, for the, 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 for this process, for you to feel safe, to open up to the assessor, you have to be aware. Nobody can hear you. So back to what this, uh, so the hospital we went to, they now have a separate ward where they do assessments, it's completely separate. Where there's no chance of HIPAA being broken. But where did that come sure from? Did it,
0: that right? come from people complaining about it, it?
1: I'm sure, probably, somebody made a complaint. It's the expensive fucking hospital in Bethesda where you go to, where rich people have the power to make a complaint and make a change. So,
0: yeah, but a little black
1: nigger ain't going to make no before change. Before they built the court, <laughs> they call the pod, where it's this locked-in facility. You get assessed, and if you are admitted, you're pod. not leaving no. for a mandatory 48 hours of observation. Hmm. If anybody's admitted for thoughts of harm to themselves or others, no matter what state you live in, typically you're going to be involuntarily admitted for 48 hours for observation.
0: And what they call the They're quiet
1: they're going to make assessments, determinations. They're going to tell you what your mental health illness is, if you have any. They're going to tell you what medications you should be, take to be normal.
0: So, do this you think that? No. Can I ask you one thing? Can I ask yourself, you one you thing? In that in that, in that, that moment, problem? do you believe in that, that they're correct about all of their assessments? Do you think things could be? Uh, their assessment can no, be wrong.
1: I don't want to sound. I don't want to sound fucking arrogant because they got a high school diploma for twelve fucking before your situation happened. I had already done 100 hospitalizations. Schizophrenics, bipolar, they actually were sick. You were not. You were not. You were going through some shit. So he made a cookie cutter assessment. You know how long it takes to do an assessment? It takes at least an hour. How long did you do your assessment for? Because I heard this shit. It was he like 10 minutes back, at the max. Was, uh, at the most, it was five to 10 minutes at most. Right. But 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 Rondo he jumped in the conversation. He started the conversation with if you wanna believe, if you wanna believe me, that I heard him verbatim. I heard I'm gonna make some noises, hear this. I heard some paper shuffling. He just himself, I'm just gonna make up a name. Hi, uh hi, uh Rondo, I'm Doctor Conrad. Uh nice to meet you. Uh I'm the one who's gonna be doing your assessment. Um, unfortunately and he just rolled right into it. Unfortunately I sorry to say this, Rondo He was looking at your recent fucking history before he diagnosed you fucking schizophrenic. You're not schizophrenic. Let me just say this you're not. Yeah. You were going through some shit. But but hold on, hold on, Rondo. Things happen for a reason. You were kicked out of the system for some stupid fucking shit right after that. But you were at a crux of moment where you were gonna choose to stay in the program or be homeless. If you chose to stay in the program, that. Psychiatrist diagnosis of schizophrenia that would have been your stamp for life. that would have followed you for life anytime you were pulled over some 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 something, schizophrenic, go to the hospital. Oh, why is he acting crazy? Well, he's off his medication. Well, give him his medication for schizophrenia. I promise everybody in the audience this. Every psychiatrist and doctor knows this. Schizophrenia is the one mental health illness you don't just take fucking medication for it if you don't have. That is the one other illness you will develop Because if you don't have it. Rondo, you can kick out of the program, kick out of the system, and being homeless prematurely save your fucking life.
0: We talked about it. The right decision,
1: (laughs) and and I was so scared for you the entire process. I thought I was going to fight. If if the LCSW called the cops, I was going to fight that shit. No, fuck no. You know what i was gonna do if she said hey uh hey hey he's not gonna to agree to go do willingly so i'm gonna call the cops because blah, 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 blah. i already know that, that you wouldn't have gone voluntarily i know it would have been, been ugly that oh. would probably be
0: the day that i got fired no but i would have told you no no, no 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 brother, no no brother, hey, boy, not, nah, no dale 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 you gotta know that i know the system but you never know that i know the system i would not never went wild i would have went If she
1: told me if she told me the police are coming just buy some time Rondo, I would have picked you up and said, hey, hey, yo, let's go listen to some music. I would've, we would have drove off in my car, not the fucking work band.
0: But I still, I I still I would have, I still, hey, listen, you know me. Where,
1: where can I take you safe right now? Because listen, I hate to break to you, but look, look, you're going to be homeless right now. But right now, the LCSW thinks you're fucking schizophrenic. You're not. Because but neighbors you hear me. You hear me, hear me, right? you walking in your closet. Do you hear me? Rondo, you hear me? Do like you hear me? You your apartment? he talks to himself in his closet. You're in your fucking music studio, you're a damn artist. The LCSW didn't know that? The neighbors that make complaints about you didn't know that.
0: But the you hear this, right?
1: Didn't know that. But do but you know who did know? You weren't fucking crazy? That you're actually just a really talented production artist? Cause I helped you set up your fucking studio in the closet and it wasn't fucking crazy, it was actually pretty fucking dope. You, you actually had some previous sounds. next with with soccer over the microphone, <laughs> not throwing shade. You, yeah. you, you taught me some things. But, all jokes jokes aside, um, so here's the beautiful thing about (laughs) schizophrenia. Here's the beautiful thing. Here's the the most powerful thing about it. More than likely, if you do have schizophrenia, it takes, our brains develop in certain ages by certain times. Our brain stops developing by 25. There's no way that, the only way you're going to develop schizophrenia past 25 is if somebody fucking forces you to take medication I was
0: going to said, no, uh, sorry, say, Dale, you know I'm about to be 25 next month.
1: I'm sorry, say
0: I'm about to be 25 next month.
1: Let me let me be frank and clear. So, yeah, Rondo, and you sound very intelligent, very clue, clear, very lucid, very rational. I sound no bullshit. I sound more schizophrenic than you right now. I was going to say... I, I'm not... <laughs> like, 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 the audience, we can make the audience laugh, but the audience <laughs> like, this motherfucker
0: sounds a little mad. Um, yeah. But they try to put I'm that right. on me, like, like, this is what I wanna, this is what I'm, I'm glad about this conversation. And it sounds very egotistical, whatever you wanna say, for me even pointing this out right now. But I talk a lot to a lot of people, and a lot of people have zero patience with me, they can't deal with me, they write me off so fast, they just... They tell me I'm too much. I'm on ten. I'm coming at them. I'm pressing them, and they don't know can what have, just, I've. But Dale, they don't know what I've been through.
1: Can I just say this, man? I'm still not over. Like, like being
0: interrogated, you're, though, you're Dale. Old, old, Dale, memory, Dale uh, being uh, I, interrogated I at, at a young age forced, to the point where you know you're fighting for your life and your freedom. That's a lot, Randy,
1: man. You're. I've I, seen this before. I said this often. Some of your best music that you produce. Was what your earliest work? Force. You ain't gotta tell me. Force. In my mind, I still know the beat of that song, and I still remember your lyrics. Tell me. Uh, uh, I only don't remember one lyric. But it's all the only topic we're talking about. Okay. Man, you, you, your flow is so fast. I can't flow like you. But man, your 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 metaphors, your analogies are are on point. Right. But I think force was a. The
0: oh, you said force. I thought you said
1: force. I know that song. I know that song.
0: I got a real manic mind. With no, I got a real yeah manic mind in a Real manic real Ryan, sometimes I'm
1: manic, like you, because we are
0: mad scientists. Sometimes we don't get enough sleep. That's but
1: this is what I said. I said this is what I
0: said. I said I got a real manic mind in a real frantic.
1: Time, please, real free time. I got that's one of my favorite open lines of your songs. Got like real the time,
0: morning, the time, time, and the whole oh, thing oh, was about real, like real manic, still manic, ill manic. Like the whole idea L-matic? of being like yeah. manic. What manic means? Yeah, so I was like, if I, I if, if I, I'll, like, I'll take yeah. the manic okay. and I'll make it a manic, and it's like they call me manic. But listen, like, what times are we living in? Are we living in times Look, when it's it, it's easy to be calm and peaceful? No. Here's,
1: here's the beautiful. Here's the beautiful thing about artists, uh, Ronnie. You artists are time capsules. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, artists are like musicians, comedians, actors. I mean, these are the most powerful people in the world. I'm not talking about because they entertain us. It's it's like so. are truth tellers it, on a different level. I inherited a jet magazine collection spanning from like when jet first came out all the way to like the nineties. I'm not joking, I got like two or three decades of jet magazines. And it's really beautiful as I'm looking through the jet magazines, I'm looking through I mean you know what? Hold on. Let me not wake up my roommate. I'm gonna grab one real quick in my hallway. One second, no, one second. All right, one second. <laughs> no, it's literally gonna be one. One second. <laughs> Look at that. I'll All right, hold on. Let me just grab something real quick. It'll be relative. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, I got it right here. One second. All right, here we go, here we go. So here's the date and the cover of this jet publication. This is November. The date is very important. It's gonna ring a bell to you, but why I'm telling you this date is important. And then listen to the date, listen to the music, and mu- the, the artist who's on the jet cover. And what she's talking about. So here's the date. It's November fifth, nineteen eighty four. And on the cover of this uh, uh, this magazine is Natalie, Natalie Cole. And the 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 title says says she finally won fight against drugs. So what was going on in 1984? And please don't think I'm throwing shade or denigrating Natalie Cole, who is a goddess. Uh, I'm not. i never be able but, to that. Huh? But what, what was going on in 1984? There was an epidemic that started that fucked up, that destroyed a lot of cultures. But really, we know the culture we're talking about that really fucked up. We're talking about the crack epidemic. Right. Right? In Tacoma Park? When that shit hit in the 80s? How was it? Devastating, devastating, devastating. The most powerful, intelligent families in Tacoma Park, devastating.
0: Crackheads?
1: Moms, grandmothers who are powerful goddesses, wise leaders in communities, some of them might have got a hook. And how traumatizing is, is the children in the community Look up to the powerful leaders?
0: Do you think that we're still... Do you think that Do you think that those communities, these communities are still paying for that?
1: Absolutely. 20, 30 years later, we're still paying the price for the grief, separation loss of this epidemic um, in, in the 80s and 90s. 90s, especially in D.C., and still is a, a big problem. Difference. Now, let me be frank and transparent about data that I'm providing. I don't want, I don't want to misinform anybody. It is you have a history of schizophrenia in your family don't be afraid it can skip generations um don't be afraid to talk with somebody if anyone wants to if any people call in any audience members they might it's a it's not an uncommon dynamic I'm very sympathetic 619-359-2581 your if you're experiencing schizophrenia you're a family member if you don't want to dishonor your family they don't let you talk about Did it you hear it might hope your ass about it. So 619
0: 359 I'm sorry, say again? Nah,
1: I said 619-359-2581. Oh, I love it. I love it. Let me share one story with the audience. It's a very powerful story. Um, I I, work, I do a lot of homeless outreach, and uh, I'm a, I'm a passionate pool player. So I'm um, a tall part... DC cat I grew up in Chandler Billiards uh, on George Avenue on DC line <laughs> uh, so you know me Rondo when I'm uh, not working uh, I'm getting off of work and I'm finding some uh, dive bar DC
0: you pool hustling uh, you I mean, pool there. hustling you a pool <laughs> hustler.
1: Well, I'm a hustler I'm just a passionate player just, just yeah but I you're say,
0: good though you be getting niggas money
1: it's not uncommon I get off work I work through 11 shift for my uh, my career in 20 years when I get off at 11pm it's not uncommon on Wednesday night to let off some steam. I might go to one of my favorite dive bars in D.C. I might be shooting pools two To fans. let
0: off some steam, you, st- you, st- you t- take a niggas I money.
1: Might in, I, I might be in Columbia Heights. I might be somewhere random in D.C. I've been i made a lot of uh, homeless uh, uh, elderly, different ages. You know, i um, not being sensitive and I'm not being sensitive to all like I'm a friendly guy. Uh, they were here talking to my They say, hey, man, you got some money stuff. My statement I always my statement is always the same, and it's not a cheating statement. It's a very serious statement, but, uh, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. Um, but I, I do believe in Jesus, and I do believe in trying to help people find a way to eat for life, and not work So I would say something kind of respectful online, kind like a joke, but hey, man, I don't got money to help you today, but if you need some help for something for life, um, I would introduce myself like, if they were interested, I wouldn't be disrespectful, but kind of like, hey, man, I've worked with social work, but if you need... Help with getting jobs shelters housing you know I'm, I'm pretty resourceful but a lot of the homeless may not take me on offers to help them find services but the ones who didn't take an offer i became friends with um, one one gentleman i was playing pool it's one of my favorite dive bars it's no longer there uh, uh, it was called townhouse it was a really divey bar but i like this, pu- this uh dive bar can i just give yeah, I you something can i give
0: you something for a second
1: He had a uh, this is a me. great...
0: This is a great... You're a great dude, man. Late night conversations.
1: Uh, uh, hey, I knew Mrs. Rondo, but... Hey, but Dale, I, Dale, I, I do like, do you pick, remember when we, we were... we pick this up tomorrow. But,
0: but hey, finish... You're going to finish your story. You're going to finish your story. I just had a question. Do you remember when we used to pod, basically, by campfire on the lake all night? Yes.
1: Yeah. Like come on, man! And the stars We just be
0: looking at the stars, like, dude. That's what I wanted the show to be, like that.
1: We can, we can, we can still, we can still do something like that. But uh, my suggestion, please look at those. The more you know, PSA things. Yeah, yeah. I feel like these were things in the '80s, man. 80s was a better time all around. You know, the crack epidemic hit.
0: You're gonna be a, you're gonna be a great like, asset for a, for to the podcast we need, we need as a this. as a. There's re-
1: famous people. There's famous people doing these corny ass PSAs. They know they're gonna get joned on. We, we use those terms to call part. You know, you get joned on. But these actors, you're gonna be a, you're gonna be a great like, asset for a, for a, to the podcast we need,
0: we need as a this. as a. There's
1: re- famous people. There's famous people doing these corny-ass PSAs, they know they're gonna get joned on. We, we use those terms to call part, You know, you get joned on. But these actors, powerful people that did these, The More You Know PSAs, everybody knows how corny they were. They had like the rainbow, the little star, doo doo the more you know. But these were real actors that were really passionate about causes, that were authentic. If you watch these, the More You Know these old PSAs on YouTube, you're gonna see very famous actors that were young, early in their careers, before they were famous, Before they were afraid of getting embarrassed. Dale. You might
0: see. You are a you are gonna be a part of the research. You're gonna insert a lot of research, history, not even just history, but like the facts. You are the fact God. Do you know that? Like the Uh, fact that your uh, memory no that your brain and your memory works the way it works, it is a superpower in this business. This I'm, world. I'm,
1: I might be on. I might be on the autism spectrum myself. Uh, uh, my father, you know, he was. Do you uh, think I am? Car- my father passed five years ago. He was a great man, but he was an aerial, an aerial cartographer for NOAA. Uh, he made maps of of the air and space for NASA and FAA.
0: But do you think? Do you think I'm on the spectrum as well?
1: Uh, I believe you are. That's not a bad thing. I believe that you're on the autism schizophrenia spectrum that's not a bad thing i think you're more on the autism spectrum than um schizophrenia because you know when you're literally the difference is um schizophrenia you experience disassociation more commonly you can experience disassociation uh, with autism but the disassociation means now not to preach anybody in the audience don't please don't Judge your labels because it's just a by it this definition is like so many different ways. You can have auditory hallucinations You can have visualizations. You can have no hallucinations at all. You can have just repetitive Obsessive compulsive disordered thoughts,
0: but what does that have that, to do with you? Like what if I have dreams and I'm just focused on my dreams?
1: We can talk about all these things because there's a lot of times people think their experience scared something Can you, you finish your story first our brain?
0: Can you finish your story first?
1: Oh, go, go ahead. What,
0: what's that? Can you finish your story first?
1: Okay, here's very popular.
0: Are you down? Are you it's down great. to pod more? As long as you're down to pod more, other days, other days. first No, Dale. Uh, Ronald sure. Dale, oh, are okay. you down to pod more other days when you have time? I, I, I am. Exactly. Okay. So I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, we can, right right we can get to everything, we can unpack everything, and I, I have to, I'll make notes based on this episode. But, but but we can
1: pick this up tomorrow. We can pick this up tomorrow. Uh, okay. I'll be getting off work, I'll be getting free maybe like seven or eight. So anytime after seven or eight tomorrow, I'll probably be free. Just, just hit me. But let me let me finish the story real quick.
0: You can this power me and my co-host. But okay.
1: Ronald, this is a very powerful story. One, we got we got to wrap up your story. You made the right call. This psychiatrist, mental health assessor.
0: Don't forget the story about your, about the dude, about the, about the homeless dude.
1: Okay, he was probably tired. By the way, sometimes when I, I've done 200 hospitalizations, okay, sometimes in the past, I might be waiting with a client with schizophrenic who is really not feeling well. I might be waiting in the lobby for eight hours before an assessor is available to see them, and they are increasingly getting nervous and I'm just trying to keep them calm, light-hearted, engaged, just being me. But it can take eight hours to see an assessor. It can take two days because they're a very special niche at hospitals. They're always behind. Sometimes the assessor might be coming from out of state. I'm not fucking joking. Rondo, these are real stories from my life. Hey, hey, Dale, can you keep your client calm? The only assessor we have is coming from Philadelphia. It's going to take them at least six hours to get here. So we're going to need to keep your client calm. I'm like, uh, what? Six hours? What if they do something, they trust me, but they are schizophrenic. They are decompensating. They really do need to be housewives. They asked to go voluntarily. And you're telling me we got to wait eight hours before they can be voluntarily admitted? And they're like, yeah, yeah, I do The one time I took a, a female client, i not going to mention her name. She was schizoaffective. That's a very, that's a technical term. Schizoaffective means schizophrenia uh, uh, with other effects. Uh, the other effects were, I think, intermittent explosive disorder. That sounds like something the military used, like IED is the acronym. The intermittent explosive disorder is a common disorder. Um, I might ex- experience intermittent explosive disorder. Uh, 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 if, if somebody tries to harm somebody I care about, on the pacifist. I'm not violent, but you might see a side bee. Yeah, I don't tolerate certain things. <laughs> but know, the, like you but do you see, down. like, but, for me as
0: in, growing up in the system, going through anything in life, period, it always felt like the system like would punish you, charge you, had a diagnosis for you just being human. Here's
1: here's a problem, Rondo. We talked about and here's a problem. the System. They use labels. Labels are just labels. Schizophrenia is a label. Labels are weapons and bullets. If people misuse them. I don't fucking give two shits about a fucking label. A client tells me what they are, and I help them with what they tell me they need help with. I'm not going with what a fucking doctor tells me what they need. I'm listening to what the person tells me they need. I don't give a fuck what your degrees are, how many experience you think you have. When the client I'm meeting with, before and after you, is telling me, hey, Mr. Dale, uh, I'm just not comfortable, I'm not with that shit. But you know what, don't do it then. Don't Just because they're in a position of authority, just because you're a minor, tell that motherfucker, I ain't doing it. If they're telling you, you gotta take this medication, you know what, don't tell them now. Tell your social worker. I want to empower co- clients. So when, when I'm taking the assessment, and I feel like maybe the diagnosis was just done rashly, mind you, I don't want to order my boundaries because I, I have a high school diploma. I never went to medical school. This is what I'm
0: going to ask you to do.
1: But it's triggering for me, though, because some some doctors who, or LCSWs who pay a lot of money for these degrees, although they're more smarter than me Damn. with clinical terms, they sometimes misuse them. Damn. They sometimes make the wrong diagnosis, and sometimes they might kill somebody. Sometimes they might accidentally Damn. make somebody make a skin spray for the rest of life, Damn. and they're lost. But I got to share the story. In the 90s, in D.C., boat differs. You can become schizophrenic. Everybody in the audience, please hear me. Be very careful with certain drugs. PCP differs. This is a problem in D.C., and there's friends and family that I love. They're in the 30s now. They might have smoked boat one fucking time. 20 years ago, and, and, and Rondo, in the, in the audience, they are on the schizophrenic special now. They may never be the same because... When you take certain drugs, you can experience a disassociative episode that is so real, so scary, you can't separate the reality of that from the reality that you're in now. Certain drugs can induce a psychotic episode and can induce schizophrenia. That is another way that schizophrenia can come on you see, the problem, you see the problem though? You see the problem though, Dale? What's that?
0: I was taking triple C's back then. I was doing mad you drugs. Were, uh, but then like think about this. You think were, about think about this. You like how damn, damn. Let me talk let me talk to you. Let you me talk let you. me talk for a second. Let me talk for a second. No, boy. You doing the me doing psychedelics and all of this stuff. These days you never know what you're getting, man. It might be fentanyl, it might uh-huh. be this, it might be laced, it might be cut. Like, come on, man. I could've this? I could have did something that could've put me on the spectrum and then I could it's like so many ways. I'm, I'm going to take my sleeping pills. I'm getting ready to bed, but we're
1: on a panel topic. I want to end on no, this. No, we though. can, I was going to say, we can do K, another, we can. K, K2 and Spice. We're just going to keep there's potting. Rain. We're just going to R- keep R- potting R- Ronda, through this whole you're, you're, thing. You're a smart, you're a smart guy. Do you know what K2 and Spice is? The synthetic marijuana they sell. I've smoked, i
0: smoked Scooby Snacks before.
1: Okay. Do you, um, My I'm brother, asking, my uh, brother used to smoke Space Cadet. Please don't, please don't, do you know what K2 or Spice is?
0: It's a bunch of bullshit. And they make it in the tub.
1: Do you know? Yes. Who makes K2 and Spice? Is it a company?
0: No, it's just a random a fucking- dude somewhere in his fucking tub mixing chemicals.
1: Ah, okay. So there's a guy that actually did an interview with his face, out, and he wanted everybody to not kill him. That's why his face is blurred out. But this was uh, on the D.C. local news. They did a segment, and this guy did an interview. This is a very powerful segment. I want everybody to know, across the nation, and there's a fuck up thing, because marijuana should be legal nationwide. It is medicine. There, let me just say this. The schizophrenics I work with, I work with many schizophrenics, many clients with PTSD, many clients with mental health issues. And I know many schizophrenics who self-medicate with marijuana, and marijuana is a very effective, natural, healthy Self medication for them. Much healthier than pharmaceuticals they fucking take. And I've met schizophrenics that can regulate themselves pretty fucking well with marijuana, CBD, different, because I would say 99% of schizophrenics I've worked with are very, very, very fucking smart. Anybody who is autism schizophrenic on that spectrum, you're going to have a higher than average IQ typically. I don't think I've met a dumb schizophrenic. They're typically like thinking and processing things like autism that we don't understand. They know some shit that we don't know. <laughs> but please don't think a schizophrenic is stupid because they can't string together thoughts or they have a difficult time talking. Um, same thing with autism. Um, but, but let me go up on a tangent here. I want to talk about K2 Spice. This is killing people. This is killing people more I wanna say KC Spice might be killing people to the race that said nobody killing people. Can you people please just end don't on you talking
0: about it? Can you please end on the people, story that you said Let's let's that's oh, two stories. Okay, the I'm gonna talk epidemic. about Miguel
1: in D C the schizophrenic whose parents did not allow him to get treatment. That I met at the dime bar. He was 24, 23, 24 at the time. Um, but after I finished Miguel's story, that story you about, I wanna end this uh, night, this, this topic. It's very important. It's a very passionate topic to me, because in foster care, I can't tell any clients that I try to educate on how dangerous K2 spice is, and they just don't believe me. But we'll get back to the K2 spice conversation because that's really a conversation along the lines of what what is needed for changes in mental health, what is needed for these changes have already been happening nationwide as far as openness, and acceptance. Everybody in the nation and the world probably understands that marijuana is medicine. It is not a drug. I smoke marijuana, I don't give a fuck about judging for it. Uh, it's for my PTSD, it's for my trauma, it's for my anxiety. And man, it helps me get better sleep than any fucking pills that you can buy in a store that costs a lot of money. It might be not be good for my liver, but I digress. Let's get back to the topic of, um, we're gonna end on the K2 topic on just how bad it is for society and how we can co- combat this problem. But let's talk about Miguel. Miguel, man, this, this dude, man, man uh, I'm back at the pool table. He's back there, and I could tell he was in kind of in a bad place. I didn't know he was homeless because he, he had some fly gear on, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I could tell he was a pretty intelligent cat. He had a beer. He wasn't drunk. He was a little buzzed. But he's a little little wiry, you know. But uh, I, I'm running the pool table all night, and uh, he just starts conversations conversation and say, like, hey, man, you're pretty good. Uh, you know, you want to play? So I think I might play played a game or two with him, and he was actually a pretty good pool player. So we started some conversations. And he kind of asked, like, what I was about. And I told him, like, oh, hey, you know, I don't like telling people my life story, but that's what I do for a living. I'll tell them. So I told him, you know, I, I've worked. Um, at the time met medicine, I'd already been, like, 10 years into the, the group home. So, hey, you know, I, I work in a group home with uh, clients in foster care. I work kind of, you know, with um, young adults with mental health issues that I kind of help them work through. Uh, I'm sorry. One second, I got to take my sleeping pill. One second, please. So we had, a, we had a really great conversation, and he really opened up to me. I could tell he was really intelligent, and he trusted me to open up, and he told me his story. And it was a very sad, tragic story, very powerful. I want to respect and honor. His name is Miguel, and I hope he may hear this podcast and call, because the night he asked for help, I didn't have the resources for him, but I do know the resources now. Um, but... He had um, been hospitalized already several times after he'd been homeless, and he, he, he was schizophrenic. Um, he was very intelligent. He was very mature and honest about his mental health journey. But he, he told me that it was probably about 14, he was probably 14 or 15 when he started experiencing dissociation. And it was very scary for him. And he was, before the, the, the schizophrenia set in, he was a straight-A student. He, was a, he came from a, a good... D.C. family, African-American. Um, they, they loved him. They had other children that they raised well. He came from a good family background. But the culture of their family was, you don't dishonor the family. You don't talk about mental health illness. Nobody believes that mental health illnesses exist. If you tell anybody that you're experiencing something, we're going to whoop your ass. So the first time he told his parents, I believe that they did whoop his ass and told them not to tell any other relatives. He progressively started experiencing, it started developing more. He started trying to get help through school, through counselors. And anytime time he got back to his parents, he was trying to get help for his mental health, uh, his breakdowns. He was scared. He didn't, he didn't, he really wanted to get help. He didn't know what he was experiencing. And his parents necessarily weren't bad parents. They didn't want dishonor or shame to be brought to the family. Here's the tragic thing about the story. He's already 24, 25, and he's been experiencing schizophrenia now for who knows how long, unmedicated, untreated. He is well aware, and he told me, he's like, man, Dale, I wish I had met you when I was 15 or 16, because I would have ran away from home, and I know you would have gotten me to a psychiatrist, and and, uh, that psychiatrist would have maybe found the right regimen for me. But even at 24, 25, being unmedicated and schizophrenic, he manages he schizophrenia with alcohol and marijuana. So he's playing to his system. He's like, man, I talked with I was like, yo, Miguel, Please will not be offended by the statement, man. But if you, you tell me you've been diagnosed with schizophrenic, you sound very uh, very intelligent, very uh, rational, lucid. You don't sound like you're experiencing anything. But then I can hear him stutter every now and then. I, I, I sense the disassociation every now and then that he manage very well. But he told me, he's like, you know, Dale, until I can, you know, get off the streets and get uh, some health insurance and get a job, um, you know, I'm just managing my mental health needs with marijuana and alcohol. I don't like to drink too much. I find, like, a happy balance. I might have two or three beers, and I can really think very clearly, and I don't experience anything scary. If I drink too much, then I experience disassociation and scary things. Maybe I might hallucinate. But if I have two or three beers, I'm like, oh, that's cool, man. So he was homeless, and he only had one beer. So I was like, hey, man, let me buy you two or three more beers. He's like, That's what's up, man? So I helped him get to his equilibrium. We played a game or two more pool. Um, he had a temporary cell phone number. And I told him, I said, like, man, yo, I'm going to try to, I don't, I work with psychiatrists. I work with therapists. I, I think I can find somebody. I, I work mainly in Maryland. At that time, I didn't know really many D.C. services. I was more of more Maryland-based. But, but I told him, I said, like, man, yo, I know D.C. social and therapists are really good. Man, they will—they will get you back. They will get you to the right places. And I asked him, like, "Yo, you know, just give me some time, and uh, I'll try to find them for you." And I believe him. I might have called him back. It took time for me to research and find the so- sources, but when I found the resources, I think I called him back maybe like three, four days later, and, and his phone was off. So you know, he, he was experiencing homelessness. It was a temporary phone. Um, I, I hope this story may find uh, may find its way back to back to him because. He was a great kid. Uh, very intelligent. Um, his name is Miguel from D.C. And I could tell that he really didn't need and want the help. And if he got the help, he told me. And it was, it was tearful. It was, it was powerful. He was like, man, Dale, if you can help me get the help, man, I'm telling you. Hey, Dale. I get on the right bit. Can cons- you hear me?
0: Consistency is the thing. Like we. Consistency
1: can, is the thing. Yeah. Am I going off on tangent?
0: It's not. No, you ain't going off on no tangent. I'm just talking about like us podding about this. Like sporadically. We gotta stay on it. Yeah, I was oh, gonna I say know, we I gotta know. stay on it because there's no way for us, for anybody else that didn't go through this stuff to understand it. Like for me, I try to explain well, know, this stuff by myself uh, yeah, and it yeah, doesn't so talk, really so talk, work. over
1: you. I'm gonna be consistent. I want to keep this up because if any all these members are listening and are experiencing anything I'm talking about, I'm a man. My word. I am very resourceful. Not just DC. Uh, in Maryland, with uh, resources for yeah. homeless um, victims of human, victims of human sex trafficking. Um, just in general, if you were in the DC Maryland area and you're listening to this podcast, then you you need some help. Feel free to call in and um, if I'm not available to talk that day, I'm sure Ronald, you can get a hold of me and uh, we'll we'll pick up the the podcast again. We' always' or, what, what, we're always we're, but, the doors are open for
0: people, man. It's
1: never. I'd like, like to talk about two more quick issues. i like to talk about the K2 issue, but I'd like to just say that, um, you know, although I've been separated from my career in social work, I'm not saying this in a weak way, not making excuses. I didn't fight my battle correctly when I made a watchdog report against a social worker. Mind you, I guess uh, I'm not a big person. Uh, I guess you could say the battle's won because that social worker is no longer in their position. I'm not sure what they're doing in life. I just know they're no longer in that position. Um, and I hope the social worker is doing well in life. I don't wish him any meaner harm, but unfortunately the social worker was a part of the blind side effect where she had the credentials and the degree. She really had no experience working with African-American trauma, uh, trauma history, invisible suitcase. She didn't understand any of that. So she unintentionally may have, uh, might have uh, unintentionally killed somebody in fossil care <laughs> If you're made in your position. Um, I'm not saying that in a funny way. If you were a police officer, you're a social worker, you spend a lot money and time to get your degree or training, but you're afraid you don't know what to do. Seek another job in your passion and career. It's I've, I've always wanted to be, when I was younger I wanted to be a cop. But I'm a pacifist. I knew I could never pull a gun and protect somebody and shoot them. So I would be a bad cop. But if I ever did want to get a career in law enforcement, doesn't mean I could I didn't have to be a cop with a gun. I could still Reply to the If I'm the, that's About criminal the, justice the, that's I could, the I could apply to be Like in the,
0: in the CSI lab That's the assigned, But that's the co-op That's the co-op That's all you need To get in these days In the system Is to have a good heart and, and pure intentions
1: Police officers Social workers You're not bad people If you're in a position of authority And you're afraid You don't know what to do but Don't you, feel judged. But that means yourself, you've been undertrained. Job, that means job and that's the system employment. still. That's still the system, that's
0: still the system. That's still the system not training you enough.
1: The, the There's social workers that might not be good to work with uh, youth that have, have experienced trauma history, but these same social workers could be grant writers. They could still make an impact, they could still help foster care. You just probably shouldn't have direct uh, interactions with, with foster care youth. If your degree trains you for certain things and you're labeling real, and you're judging real, of things you don't know. Real niggas only. But, so, uh, Miguel was a story that was very powerful. I'm really hoping we cross paths again because I do have the resources in D.C. That, that can absolutely help him. I can help him get housing. I can help him get health services, a good psychiatrist, therapist if he needs one. And I can absolutely get him a very well-paying job. Probably with benefits. Uh, when we talked, he said he's always wanted to get married and have kids and have a family. And I believe if he gets on his feet the right way, he can actually do that and be a thriving, successful, happy father. I, I honestly believe that in my heart, and I'm not just saying that. But All right, we'll, we'll segue on this. I'd like for the audience, uh, everybody aware of how dangerous K2 Spice is. This DC special. There was a guy, and he wanted the audience to know. Uh, I don't remember the last century, right? Shit, but I'm not evil because what I'm doing is legal. It's really everybody who buys and smokes this shit. Y'all are fucking stupid because you trust what you see.
0: You are into here, so right?
1: You trust. Yeah, okay, here. okay. So I want the audience to know what K two and spice is. Be a smart consumer. Take that shit and get tested and analyze in the lab and know what you're smoking. Because it's not made by anybody that we know that's smart in the weed cannabis industry that makes edibles that don't want to kill you that know what the fuck they're doing. They're, uh, people who make edibles are actually scientists. They're actually smart. They know what the fuck they're doing. This guy that makes he said, "I don't know. I'm like come on, money makes. So I want to inspire anybody to do the same thing." It's Probably really terrible. He knows he's killing. He, he actually said the special. I know some people might die from this, but hey, right? You know, there's a warning label. There's a warning label on this that says incense not meant for human consumption. So should I feel guilty when I go to Home Depot and I go to a botany store, something. what I'll do is I'll just buy a couple pounds of some fluffy plant shit that looks like weed i will take some five gallon, they'll take some five gallon buckets, go to my bathtub, okay I'll go to Home Depot and i I'm actually just guessing what chemicals I'm gonna dip this K2 in. I'm going to print out some cool fucking labels that anybody can print out with a printer. And the captions, they look really cool. I'm going to call this one, and he's free I'm going to call this one Space Dust. And I'm going to put some cool comments on it. He's talking about this as he's doing it. He's printing these labels out. He's putting them on the glass jars that he says, hey, every gas station owner that buys them for me knows that this is killing people. They don't give a fuck because they can't get sued. They can't get shut down by... DEA or ATF, everybody knows this trading practice is killing people. The people who are getting killed are marijuana consumers that think it's safe when it's not. We smoke marijuana, we don't smoke K2. Why do we smoke K2? We're on probation, we're trying to get a job, we're trying to get a job. It's cheaper, so we have to. I'm embarrassed to say before I knew it was when I need to get a job, it's cheaper. I quit smoking weed to try to get a job, and I, I smoke K2, and that shit was terrible. But it's cheaper? That shit, I mean, felt, it was cheap. I don't give a fucking how much it costs. It was just when I could smoke weed, weed that everybody said, hey, it's just like weed. It's just different. So I'm like, oh, uh, okay, well, if I can't smoke weed, let me try it. The first time I smoked it, it felt like uh, somebody um, it felt like somebody took uh, hot coals and blended up in a drink, and I just drank that motherfucker. Like, my lungs, like, okay, there's something in there that's wrong. My lungs are on fire.
0: So when I did it when I did it, it felt like I literally it felt like how you feel right before and right after you pass out. But it was like Yes. It was like ten because minutes your of experiencing
1: that. Shock, death. You're you're spursing you're getting close to death here. You're cutting out blood to your, your brain vessels. You're doing very catastrophic harm. Yeah, it was almost we like smoking. it was almost
0: like somebody you hit know, me and I got knocked you know, out you know, but you know, I was
1: still awake. You know what we're smoking? We're smoking paint thinner we're smoking turpentine. Maybe it could be CLR removal. This is like heavy caustic chemicals at Home Depot. This guy is guessing different chemicals for different names of K2. He is guessing. I'm gonna mix space dust. We're gonna do paint thinner. We're gonna do some turpentine. I've gotten feedback from customers that when they smoke paint thinner, it makes them feel pretty good. So I'm gonna use paint thinner for this one. If anybody in this country that thinks these gas agents care about your safety, they don't. They can't get sued for when you die, when you smoke paint thinner because they all say incense candles not never consumption. But how stupid is this if it's incense because you burn K2's incense? It smells like burning rubber. Who the fuck is burning this for incense? Nobody. Everybody knows it's to be smoked. But nobody knows who's actually making it. Everybody's assuming who's making it are reputable companies such as, let's talk about reputable companies in California that are legal that make edibles. This is a company it's called SoCal THC on their yeah. label it's official I heard of them. it'll say everybody knows who SoCal THC is if you're from California, their label says exactly what's inside third party certified, lab tested, gluten free fat free, MSG free dairy free so nobody will have an allergic re- uh, allergic reaction. Here's what the back of the package says. Have you ever wondered why our products work better than other brands? We infuse our products with pure active ingredients, not just hemp oil, like other products on the market. When we say 50 milligrams THC, we really mean it. Our third-party lab tests show it. So, SoCal TAC, the people who are doing this illegal spice trade, they're trying to they're trying to psychologically manipulate and trick people by using the same labels as regular companies. Everybody who wants to be a smart consumer, when you want to go buy your cake, 2 you're on probation, yeah, you don't pass a job, yeah, you want to smoke it. Yeah. Why don't you read the labels what it says? You're yeah, not going to see a label. that says, guaranteed by third-party lab.
0: We got to end this.
1: You're, you're, what, what everybody's going to see on their K2 labels is not meant for human consumption. We got to end this. The SoCal... We're ending it right now. I love you, brother. We're ending on this. But hey, here's a great way to end it. I was on, say, SoCal let me, THC, yeah. on SoCal THC edible uh, candies, there is a one thing that says not meant for human consumption. I want everybody in the audience to be smart. Consumers. SoCal THC does not say anywhere not meant for human consumption. I promise. So you guys just can't get shut down and sued for killing. Every single K2 and every gas station across the nation for this uh, really fucking shady trade is going to have a label that says, not meant for human consumption. The same label is on the back of bleach. The same label is on the back of paint thinner. Not meant for human consumption. If people are smart, the people of making K2 are advertising what is in it. That label, not meant for human consumption, that protects them from liability and harm from getting sued, is the same label you'll see on the back of Windex. Not meant for human consumption. Because there's stupid people out there who think that they can drink Windex to cure coronavirus. So they gotta put these labels on Windex. If even in the audience thinks K2 is safe, why does it say not meant for human consumption? When you smoke something, it enters your bloodstream immediately. When you eat something, it takes time to hit your bloodstream. So smoking K2 is deadly. Does anyone want to know what happens when your paint thinner enters your bloodstream instantly? Bad things. Paint thinner is a common ingredient in K2. Everybody that wants—we uh, are ending right now. Everybody that wants is listening needs to be aware. In K2, paint thinner is a common ingredient. We're not talking about little paint thinner. That's uh, something they soak, the steak weed in. So anybody can get high off of smoking any chemical— But the real question is what happens when paint thinner in gas form enters your lungs? Uh, It could melt your lungs. So some people laugh in serious health problems and smoking K2 one time, thinking that it's safe. Nobody is meant to inhale in smoke form, burnt, paint thinner. We'll we'll end on that note. Uh, I would love for the audience, anybody who's listening, to do their own research and just be a smart consumer. Oh Um, yeah. so uh, I'm sorry I'm rambling, but is there anything that you rambling. would like to add? You're to not this, rambling.
0: Uh, You're doing what you had to do. I appreciate you for even potting with me. the The reality is this: we have to do this, and we have to listen to what we've done, so that way we can parcel out this conversation. This is a very large thing we're talking about, and there's so many yeah, ways. We were- there's so many ways to come at it, and so many ways, so many, so much shit to unpack. Like you came on here saying you was gonna talk for 30 minutes, and it's been an hour and 30 minutes. So that,
1: well, you know how we roll. But, but that's, <laughs> that's my point. Laughing.
0: But that's my point. <laughs> that's why I said we have to. We can listen Take to minutes. this episode and then we can Structure. decide exactly what points we're gonna talk about, and so we can stay on those points and move forward uh, through that, so that way. Uh, it's a,
1: yeah. I, I, like, I like what she's talking about, so yeah. I'm going to take a photo. I'm okay. Of my I'm notes. okay
0: with the rants, man. This is like My podcast is not the podcast for you to be like, oh, my God, I was talking too much. Like This is the place for you to rant and get it out. At the end of the day, like I said, as long as you're willing to pod again, we can always unpack and re-talk about this shit. Like, we live through
1: yeah. So listen, this is a part one conversation. The topic is mental health. It's multiple parts. We've talked about a lot of this
0: shit before on the spot. So it's like, this is, you know, I'm I j- like the funny thing about you hitting me up saying that you was ready to pot is like, I had already had the episode that we we basically talked. You told me to record. We had a conversation that was the basically the birth of this podcast where we was talking about right. doing this. Around the fire, and I decided that I was going to start it, and I was going to drop that episode. Recently, I was going to put it out in a few weeks.
1: Let, let, let's say so, this. So I think we both funny. that. So it's things, just things funny. It's funny that reason. you hit me up. We weren't supposed to start the podcast at that time. Yeah. And do you do, 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 do you believe that statement? Because Hell yeah. at the time we at the time we were going to talk about the podcast, you know. I was in the system. There was multiple things going on. We're, we're both out. We're both out of the system now. I yeah. could see things a lot more clearly, uh, with a little more different, uh, with a wider scope. But you can so also talk I feel like
0: in a more confident way. Back then, it felt like you had to kind of co op your opinion to with I, what you were. I, the
1: machine. You know, in my own way, I don't want to sound like a victim because I, I was a part of the problem. But yeah. I was trapped. I, you were trapped in the system of. Motherfuckers are trying to label me, tell me what I got to do when I know I'm not that. But I got to choose being homeless over listening to these motherfuckers who got power with me. My, my, my... But I never let them, I
0: never let them decide motherfuck- who they, I trust and bo- who I believe motherfuckers in. above me in positions
1: of power telling me to harm clients when I know what I'm doing. But imagine I'm this, imagine this. And, and I'm not with
0: that. This is why our relationship is so strong. It's because I never faulted you for your system, the system. You know
1: what I mean? Like, I understand. I want don't, to don't sound like a noble hero because I've had good relations with both of my LCSW supervisors. But I think they sense to me when, I, when I'm advocating for a client or not on the same page, without me making a threat, I think they sense that I'm not going to back down. And if they did something that I thought was harmful for a client, I think the social workers sense that I might quit and then fuck you. I'm going to let this client know, nah, I ain't with it. Yeah, so <laughs> I think some social workers sense that I'm about to just quit my job to protect the client. And absolutely, when it came down to it, I'm a man of principle. Nobody in a position of authority can make me harm my right. life.
0: On a on a lighter note, pod picks.
1: Oh, sorry, let me. Sorry, sorry, let me let me not be dark
0: You're good, that, you're, not, good. That you're, good. you're good, you're good, you're good. You speak, man, speak freely. Pod picks, though. But but
1: but on a positive note, you were about to say something. Pod picks. <laughs> politics.
0: <laughs> no, no, not politics. Not politics pod picks pod picks are four albums. Oh, no picks. no four songs or three album or not three albums two albums that like you feel like are great albums good music but also most people probably might not know about or things you that you oh.
1: you don't know anybody okay, who I really get, listens
0: get. to this I'm, and like at, well, at the I end think- of the pod i usually just do for me, I just do a few songs, or I do two songs in in the an album, and um. Okay. But you Wait can you know, always. I, I do got me, my I, I got
1: my first pop pick. You ready for it? I'm ready. Sorry, sorry, to cut it over you. <laughs> so I inherited my dad' pretty pretty dope uh, old vinyl collection. My dad uh, was really into Motown, old blues, everything from like the '40s to like the '80s, classic rock, Motown, blues, but uh. Man, this is an album I've been listening to a lot lately It's pretty pretty good one By Al Green I got it on vinyl Uh-huh uh, uh, Living Living for you One of my favorite songs On this album Is Home Again Man, that junk goes
0: <laughs> I'm gonna listen to that Tonight, actually
1: Man, Hey, hey ch- Check it out You know, the album Is called Living for you, Al Green um, I got the vinyl If you wanna borrow it It's a really good vinyl uh, i really i'm i'm old fashioned i actually enjoy hearing a little bit of scratch rather than a, a clean version of an old song you know what i'm saying but uh man uh, home again by al green it, it's it's a good one i
0: mean all right all right uh, i'm definitely but,
1: gonna uh, I, I don't know With what your suggestion is saying i have a lot of a lot of good records no um, i was going to say know, that that i'm going that was, that was amazing. I'm
0: just trying to think if I have anything to kind of match that.
1: All right, Jimi Hendrix. I got probably like 10 different Jimi Hendrix albums. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Al Green, I probably got six or seven different Al Green albums. Ray Charles, forget about it. I got more Ray Charles than you wouldn't believe. <laughs> uh, Stevie Wonder, I mean, like, like young Stevie, young Ray Charles. Man, when Ray Charles is an old underground album, it's a dark statement. Uh, I'm going to end on this because yeah. as a, a, I am white and I don't want to offend anybody in the culture, but somebody uh, who's a musician is older than me taught me this. <laughs> One of my, my favorite Ray Charles albums of all time is Ray Charles Listen. It's called Ray Charles Invites You to Listen. This was a young Ray Charles. And man, he's hitting high notes, octaves. It is it is, it is The melody, the tempo is very slow, it's beautiful. I, I always thought this album was beautiful. Uh, my girlfriend I dated at the time, her father, you know, he introduced his album and it was one of his favorite albums. So it was an album with us two, with her and her father. We would drink, listen to music. And uh, on a Friday night, it was our bonding thing. But the dark history of listening to Ray Charles, um, this is powerful. I really can't listen to this album anymore because when somebody told me that what Ray Charles is going through at that time, I, I, I hate to say it, but. Man, this was one of my favorite albums, and I can't listen to it anymore because I can't, I can't separate from what, what was happening. But I don't know if this is true. Somebody told me that this is the time that Ray Charles was going through his worst like addiction to heroin. And I don't know if this is true, but somebody told me uh, it was a musician in the culture. They said, "Dale, man, I, we uh, the culture thinks that like motherfuckers like were getting heroin because they liked how he sounded when he was high on heroin." So Ray Charles listened. You hear how slow he is. The tempo is very, very slow, and he's hitting high notes. Like man, fucking like Mariah Carey. Like what the fuck? I ain't never heard Charles hit these notes. But from what I heard, the actual true history when he made his album was when he was high on heroin. All right, Does that
0: make all right, sense. All right, all right. That's 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 some cryptic as fucking
1: music. That, that's, Deep, very dark, dark, that's very dark. dusty very dark history. Industry that's masking. very dark history of music. Ray Charles I'm a Ray Charles fan I, 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 I still am a Ray Charles fan I still love this album but what I'm saying we we'll me as a person me as a person uh, when the people I love I don't want to I don't want to celebrate recognize them when they weren't at their best you know what I'm right, saying right 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 but, that's, know, if, that's, but that's look if,
0: that's what the pop is. Pitch, pop picks is supposed to be kind of a, the lighter note of the whole thing Yeah. So It don't have to be. It don't have to be. That's what I'm saying. Don't put that in the podcast. That's that's what you mean. No, 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 no. no. Hell no. It doesn't even have to be at the same time. Like, for me, that's a great segment. But I'm saying, as far as this conversation, we can bring that up the next pod and just fucking. Yeah.
1: I'm offering this for you because this is something you could talk about for real, for real. Like, you know, there's certain topics, like, you're knowledgeable and you're passionate yeah, about it. Let's yeah. let be honest between gonna, me and you. There's certain topics that white it, folks bro. you shouldn't try to delve into.
0: We got to, we're going to unpack everything. We just got to fucking, this was a, just an intro, a crash course to what's, what's in store. This pod was built because of our conversations, bro. So it's nothing that like I said, that we can't talk about on here, and it's nothing that can't always just be, you know, for another pod. At the end of the day, for me, I don't ever want everything to be cramped. I don't want you to ever feel like, or even me, to feel like we have to get it all out at one time. No,
1: I get it, man. You, you know, we, we usually just freestyle. We usually don't write exactly. things down. But, uh That's I'm, why I'm like right now uh, I only you have, little, advice. I have more uh, structure. I'm going to try to... Well, when we next start a podcast, I'm going to try to stick to just two topics, and I'm not going to... You know, we might just do one topic per, per podcast, because the way we kind of double... The with way it, we go is, like, too much. Maybe we should do... But,
0: and, and, like I said, like, even with me and you, we know this. In person is way better, too. So... Well,
1: how about this? How about... I don't know who your audience is and, you know, how how interactive they are. So, maybe... Let's let the audience decide, you know, how we meet and what we talk about. Because if we're being organic, we're saying, hey, maybe tomorrow we're going to talk about, well, I want to talk about laws and how people can feel, protect themselves. Maybe that'll oh, be yeah. the that topic. Oh, yeah. Um, but but, in but, the but what I'm saying is, for the beginning yeah, have now, have a conversation that maybe, maybe some, for- some of your audience calls in. I said, man, y- y'all had a really great conversation about how to get help if you were experiencing schizophrenia. Can That's y'all talk saying. a little more about
0: that? This is what I'm saying. For me, so, in the beginning, it's important for me to get everything out. So these first few pods we about to do is just us venting. It don't have to be no structure for me. It can be a rant. I'm okay with that because I'm, 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 one I'm day it, it'll come together as like what what what's supposed to what we're supposed to focus on will be focused on. You know what I mean? But
1: uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting your drift. I'm, I'm rolling with you.
0: But this this was episode 76. Damn, was it really? 76? No, we had no, 75 actually. 75 episodes? 77. Oh, no, you're... 77.
1: You? 77. Oh, uh, so for Rondo the Kid's show, this is podcast number 77. The now, Rondo, Rondo Show I, podcast, right? For,
0: the Rondo Show podcast. We started it. I'm sorry? The Rondo Show podcast.
1: We, oh, when we first started, like, five years ago, you had 77 since then. Is that what you're
0: saying? Since the, exactly. Since I've done a lot alone, I've done some with my ex. I've done some oh,
1: with
0: okay. ex-friends and <laughs> current friends. I do a, a weekly, me and NASCAR P. NASCAR P is my friend um, that I, I went to stay with him after the system kicked me out. So he's the yeah, guy. Yeah, I think
1: I recall. I think I recall. You him. dropped
0: me off actually over his house, so you you know him oh, without okay. knowing him. Remember, you moved all my stuff yeah, over my yeah. friend's house. He's yeah, that he was guy. The
1: one of. They, they kept your equipment safe after that. That 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 crazy shit happened. And
0: I pod with him twice a
1: week. Nice, nice. So he, he still got your back. He's still He's still. Uh, your we're home. still
0: we're still hold, going strong. So man, nah, that's, that's beautiful. You are. A co-host. He's a co-host. Whenever y'all schedules click or whatever, hopefully, like you said, tomorrow, we usually record Mondays and Fridays, so you recording with us tomorrow might be a great thing. We might actually all... Well, let me... Yeah, my
1: schedule's a little old place right now, but let me, you know, put that down. Mondays and Fridays, y'all, do you have a time you usually do it, or...
0: It's usually East Coast time. Well, it's 5 p.m. Pacific time, so I think that's like 6 East Coast. I don't I'm not sure. I
1: think it's Pacific, Pacific I think is three hours behind. So it's five, it's probably eight o'clock east.
0: Yeah, but at the same time I'm I'm on central. So for me it's like uh five is over there is seven oh, he's, seven he's, for he, me.
1: East Pacific, you're central, I got yeah, you. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I'm a little closer to our time, that's what I'm thinking.
1: Uh, okay, well, you know, um, let, let's play by ear. Uh, um, Even if you it? only got
0: 10 minutes, 15 minutes, you know, for me.
1: yeah, I, I, can, I can make a 10-15 minute game appearance, but got, what yeah, I'm yeah. saying is um, my schedule is a little hectic. If you could just text me in the afternoon, um, give me, like, a good two or three-hour window. I'm a little confused about Eastern Pacific Central, but maybe just give me a heads up, like, hey, hey, we're going to be I'll um, do the getting up in about three, in yeah, three hours.
0: No, i do the math for you. And I'll just be there, ready. Well,
1: let me not, over- let me not overthink this. I mean, if I'm on uh, my... I can only jump on the cast, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And it don't take much.
0: Like I said, it don't take much for us to just check in and check out, and we just keep doing that. As long as we are consistent, we'll remember what we're talking about. We'll have topics. We'll be on topic. And I just want to... it's so many things we, we spoke about and kind of opened. There's so many cans of worms that I feel like we opened and we don't really get to really discuss it all. And it'll happen yep. when it's supposed to, but I'm, I'm okay, like I said, if the first few, four or five or six, are even just rants. We're just kind of, yeah, we're just, just, you know, just talking about certain because things. Because we have to and figure it out. Get, I think things will fall in order after
1: that. But exactly. Past, exact, past the, exactly. Past that the and
0: you, history, yep. you know, the track record of. I want I want these conversations to be heard, is what I'm saying. I want people to hear the manic, they might call you manic, they might have, but I believe it's important for people to hear that, because that's a documentation of what we're talking about. Everything we've been through is kind of
1: why we are the way we are. Yeah, yeah, I I agree, and and another important aspect is, I think we need to get some time to let the conversations breathe a little bit, Yeah. audience members, you know, we're talking about mental health, and and sometimes, you know, you might hear something like, man, I want to reach out, and I want to do something. You might not be ready yet. So right. when we're talking about mental health and resources that we want to help people with, sometimes we need to give some folks some time. So we might talk about another talk tomorrow, but we, you might have a lot of audience members that call maybe three, four days from now and say, hey, um, I've been listening to that, that segment y'all y'all had. Um, man, that was really powerful. Can y'all talk about
0: that again? That's why I do multiple so, pods about multiple different things because I just want it to be... I don't want it to ever uh, feel uh, focused on one thing. Three. That's why I ah, said you're okay ranting because I, I pot every week, twice a week. I talk about so much funny stuff, oh, goofy
1: I stuff, movies, say I, TV, okay, so women. I can be saying, so I can be talking about some rant tonight that you just got recorded, right? And then on Tuesday, you might have a guest speaker. And you might be like, hey, you know what? This is really great what you're talking about. Let me um. Let me play a clip from
0: two days no, ago no, podcast no, 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 about no, no, this topic. No, no. I mean, yeah. So you would do something like that, or no? You're right. You're right, but um, but no, I would never do that. I'm saying that you would you not just, play. It. I'm, saying you, you like, I'm saying this, this is an episode. Like the
1: person speaking, you might say, "Hey, audience members, we were talking about this on Sunday. If you want to listen to that no,
0: podcast, no, 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 I'm saying, yeah, no. I'm saying this nah, is, not this is saying. A, I'm saying this is an episode. The schedule that we have, we are We are the episode that has just aired, which is. The episodes air Tuesdays and Saturdays. The episode that just came out last Saturday was episode 70. And okay. we're I've already recorded up to episode 74. This is 75. Well, no, I've I, actually no, we're on 77 right now. We've recorded up until 77. This is 77. So, oh, okay. So that means I'm saying next week, the episode that'll be out is a funny... It might be a funny episode. It might be something about something else. It might be about... I just... The podcast itself is not centered around mental health. We have episodes oh. when, we, when we are... Oh, I get what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? So saying. it's okay to go yeah. deep. It's okay to apply pressure because the, the, the whole pod isn't every episode about it. It's important to have oh, those real. episodes where... And we're, we are that place where people can tell us, I need a mental health episode, and we will make one. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what I mean? It won't I, be, I, yeah. I,
1: I, I, I give you just, I'm starting on mental health because of my background, and I just want to broach that conversation for everybody. But that's everybody a good intro to, to the But my, my topic, for, here's, here's my topic for next podcast, which we're going to announce, it, it's not mental health. You ready for the next topic? Yeah. We well, we're going to pick this up next time. You know, I'm not dictating. You know, you can tell me next time we meet what the topic is. But on my topic list, I'm not gonna keep jumping topics, but I'd like to talk about is a problem that's happening in apartment complexes across the country. The apartment complexes have a lower rent. There's a really shady tow issue where their visitor spots are faded, and people get towed out of these visitor spots because the complexes are faded, so it's not valid. But it's up to the complex to make sure they're not faded. We'll pick this up, but. One of my yeah. friends who owned a tow company for twenty years taught me about this kickback system. No, 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 no. do go, get, don't go into they it. Don't get go paid into it. To a legal tow.
0: We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Yo, this has been episode we'll about seventy-seven, about the Rondo Show podcast. Thank you, Dale. I appreciate you, man. Arthur. Uh, uh,
1: you, <laughs> and you know, we can go by whenever you feel comfortable calls, but, uh, Yeah, yeah, uh, we'll, uh, we'll pre- adjust pre-
0: it. We'll get. I
1: appreciate your patience I'll for, get for how long it takes. It
0: took me to get to this point <laughs> Nah man Nah man and, it, and it's not Like I said It's not something where I don't want you to ever feel like You were holding me back Or I was waiting for you It was always like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna always vent mm-hmm. Bro always you're, gonna, you're You're a powerful artist. Can't nobody
1: hold you back I was gonna say I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep creating I'm <laughs> just gonna
0: always create And then like well, I'm always here though When people are ready To do it with me I'm always down I'm always down you, for that Especially, especially, like I said, this is stuff we would talk about in a way more free-flowing, ranting, spontaneous form anyway, if we weren't recording. so. I you.
1: But, you know, I did write three like topics that are completely separate from mental health. Um, you know, we'll, we'll take it once at mental a time. Mental health, for me, I is
0: important. Just... Sure. I, need, I need those. We, we're going to do the next episode <sighs> we do. It's going to be deep on the mental health thing. I just want to get I want to listen to this, and I want to break it down myself, and I want to write my uh, own notes. I give you something. Write my own notes, and, and then we can kind of heighten, you know.
1: Well, next time we do the podcast, I'll be a little prepared. I understand what you were advising. I wish I did find my phone to record it so I could kind of listen to what we talk about and uh, be able to kind of formulate. So we like both can prepared kind of have
0: our own little... Thought process, but well, not like exactly
1: what you're saying. But I, I would like to li- listen the recording to just hear. I will definitely you know, let, let you to listen to talk, this. You, you can, will, yeah, find, you can f- find ways you can improve or tweak things.
0: Yeah, that. it's always better that way. You will, you will hear this. I will once it's put together. I will send it to you in a way that you can just listen and you can send your notes into. So, ah, uh,
1: okay, so you're gonna give me kind of like your format. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Exactly. Yeah.
0: I do you it, man. Know.
1: I really do it. I
0: really do this. I really. <laughs>
1: No, no, Ryan. Right? I'm, I'm I'm not being sarcastic. I'm looking for the right word and I'm being funny, man. I'm being funny. Like, I'm being funny. I'm being funny. You got a
0: format. You know me. I'm being funny, man.
1: No, I mean, Ryan. Right? You're a very organized person. So how you do your business? You're you're not like all over the place. Uh, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, gotta have I gotta, have, I gotta have
0: everything in order, especially like I said, you're managing multiple people, multiple personalities. You gotta always have everything in order. So,
1: but. Man, yeah, that's that, that's good feedback
0: for me to marinate on. Now I appreciate you, man. We didn't get to get into the family thing. I mean, we could talk about that off pod, but like I'll just contact you when you when you free again, and we'll, you know, when I'm free, and you you'll, you'll, you'll let me know what you're you, doing. I, I
1: you know I'm busy every day, but um, I can't make time if you give me windows. So okay, just, if you are here doing your podcast tomorrow evening, early evening, just try to give me, like, a two-hour window so I can clear my schedule if I am free. Perfect. Nah, man, I
0: appreciate you, Doug. It's It's been a great time. We we got more to talk about.
1: Yeah, man, hey, you see, um, I, 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 I like, I voice. love hearing your voice right now, man. Yeah, you yeah. sound good. You sound like you're in a good place. I hope that's the case. Oh, yeah, it is. Man, that's what's up, man. I'm
0: just being a family man. I'm, I'm just working every day and being a part of this family. It's important for me to focus on that. It's, it's a,
1: it's, it's a beautiful thing, man. It's something that you have always dreamed about. You would be exactly, here one day, and exactly. you it, man. You, you're doing it. So it's like a, it's, man, I'm, I'm literally,
0: I'm literally living the dream, bro. My own dream. Yeah, yeah, brother. I dig it, man. Uh, you
1: know, you, you still got some work do to, to get to a better stage for your fam. Yeah, but you're, you're making all the right moves. Yeah, you're making all the right moves.
0: When you can, I have an album out called Family First. All right,
1: uh, the next podcast. Oh, I don't know Before we start the next podcast, or maybe you can just text me how I can find it. So I'll find definitely funny.
0: send you the album. You can. It's on YouTube, so it's an easy find. But um, uh, okay.
1: Yeah. And, uh, I know you're really busy. I know you're protective the your 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 art, your music. But man. Your old library, but I keep asking you. I, like, I got it. I got
0: it. I'm always ready for you. <laughs> yeah. I just never know how to send you music because you always
1: lo- lose it. Yeah, I don't want to lose your shit. So maybe next time I get it from you, I'm going to find a Or maybe you just show me how to access it if it's on like exactly. somewhere I can That's what
0: I need to learn. Yeah, the album but, that's uh, about to come out, that I'm about to drop, I have no name for it yet. But that album, Forrest, right? will be on that album. Ah, nice. Okay, yeah,
1: yeah. so I mean that—that that is one of my favorite songs. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't, like, I,
0: mean, I don't, I don't believe that I have to. If I drop an album this year, it has to have all the songs I made this year on it. I believe that that song could be five years in the making. So, I dig
1: it. You know, that's it a hasn't been out song. yet, though. It's, 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 nobody, it's, like a, it's, it's not nobody just a one-story no, deal. You're talking about has, a lot of different things that are coming together.
0: Nobody has heard that song. <laughs> nobody knows that song. Uh, so it's still I'm the only. It's only it's only old to me. What you saying? It's new to everybody else. Yep. It's a never man, I, heard song. It's not. It's not out anymore. So. Oh, Ronnie, that's that's one of
1: your dope ones. Um, I'm happy you finally released it, it's a, man. I think you're getting some good feedback on that. Yeah, that's our You're flowing that song. It's really, really
0: a really, uh, 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 torch. Yeah. Well, thank you, man. We'll talk. I appreciate you, Doug. Love you, man. For real. I, I love you too, uh,
1: man, I'm glad to hear from you, and, uh, yeah, if you don't mind, just shoot me a text tomorrow, right? and, uh, we'll see if I can join the next one. Definitely, definitely. But, next one, I mean, like tomorrow. Do your
0: thing, do your thing, whenever, like I said, we, we'll make sure it's organic and it comes together properly.
1: Yeah, no, no, but I think I am free, the what I know you're saying, so if you just shoot me a window, uh, two hours before you start, uh, I'll let you know if I'm free. Alright, go on, man. Alright. Hey, hey. It's
0: great to hear you, we'll pick it up. Uh, uh, peace, love, and air. peace, love, and yeah. Let the people know, man. It,
1: it, it's it's not all bad out here. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. There's there, there's there's always hope. Uh, um, there's always somebody out there that can help you and you didn't know the right people to go to, and they will. There are people who are glad to help them yeah, and empower the position. Learn yes, you! Don't matter what color your skin is, don't matter what your age is. There's people out there that will help, you yeah. that you yeah. can't trust. These guys know who they are.
0: Right, right, right. And, and look, resources, knowledge is the, is the yeah. It
1: is key. It is key. Communication. Along with hey, communication is key too. Yeah, communicating yeah. that so, so. I'm definitely on my bedtime right now. We'll pick we'll, we'll it tomorrow, brother. Alright, man.
0: Right now. Peace. Be- show Podcast, episode 77. I appreciate everybody who listened to this video. Yo, you are a real one. Pick it back up. you'll be back in the building. Episode 78. <sighs> this was great, man. Everybody who really understands what was just said, and is still listening through this. Like this is a journey. This is a podcast. This is a show. This is a God. This is a God life. Broadcast forever. Rondo Show Podcast.